ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast on a Monday evening. This is episode 139 for the week of August 9th, 2020. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man in the child t-shirt yes get that baby yoda bullshit out of here <laughs> will aka i am mr mayhem will how are you on this monday night i'm doing fine doing fine it's a late late one welcome to late night with hcs yes. pro talk late night on hcs pro talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be great i uh, love it how are you uh yeah fine doing fine you know monday got through work i'm here it's true it's time for a show we, we got through it it's time to wind down yeah. with some competitive Halo talk. We got some new set pieces. A couple, yeah. In, including Zion's oh. Energy. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Is it, it good? Yeah, I like them. Flavor's really good. Okay. They, uh, they have them in our vending machine at work. So That's awesome. Yeah. You know what's not good? What's not good? Monster Energy. Moving on. <laughs> did you drink one of the two XP I cans? did. I did. Ugh, it's like chemical. I hate it. I So I, we, oh my God. Okay. So we were able to find, let's, let's give a little backstory here. So Monster Energy appears to be the partner that's going to be with Halo Infinite. We've, we, with Halo 3, we had uh, Mountain Dew Game Fuel. That was its first introduction, right? Yep. Uh, Mountain Dew's done other partnerships with Call of Duty, with World of Warcraft, so on and so forth. They did another one with them and Doritos. Um, Mountain Dew and Doritos, I think, did another one with Reach or Four, one of the two. Either way, Monster is the new hotness, apparently, with Halo Infinite, where cans, boxes, whatever, and... It appears to be multiple flavors now. Well, it's not just original. Is double XP. Like, you get double XP. Mm-hmm. How much double XP? No idea. You have to save your receipt. I feel like we're going to get tokens again or something. I, I don't know. All I know is that I don't like buying Monster. And I yeah. don't like the taste of Monster. Agreed. So, you have to save your receipt. The codes are not on the cans. They are not in the boxes. You have to save your receipt. And you have to submit them to a website that is not currently live yet. So there's that. So if you do buy specially marked cans and boxes and shit of Monster Energy, where it says you get double XP, save your receipt. Monster Energy fucking sucks. It's going to put that out there. Yeah, it's not the best tasting energy drink out there, but they're, they're, they're so well known. Their, their sponsorship is everywhere. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, Tasman, live in the chat, says uh, Monster also did a partnership with Halo 5. I don't recall that myself, but... I don't recall that either. Hold on. I'm looking it up right I'm, now. Okay, okay. Oh, it did. Halo okay. 5 Monster Code. I have this code from a box of Monster. Don't know what it does since I don't have Halo 5 or an Xbox. Thanks, person on Reddit. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it even existed. Somebody's selling an empty Halo 5 Monster Energy box on 
eBay for fourteen ninety nine. Wow. I will not be buying that. They also did a partnership with Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Interesting. Crazy. You know what also is not good? Hot Pockets. You don't like Hot Pockets? No. What? I used to. I've tried. Like, God. I, I don't know. It's been a long. Okay. You know, maybe that might have been too hot of a hot take right there. Hot Pockets. So, I, maybe if I go back and try. Okay. I see you give me the side eye right now. Like, you're fucking high. Have you? Oh, the Philly cheesesteak ones are so good. Hold on, let's let's back up a minute. Tasman states, I'm now up 101, Josh. Huh, who still has a podcast that's running? Oh, that's right. 1-1, oh, one, motherfucker. <laughs> so, oh no. welcome everybody to the live show, by the way. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's having a great Monday evening. We're shitting on Monster. And now Hot Pockets. Unwarranted. <laughs> Unwarranted on the Monster? Okay, don't. Uh... Okay. It's, you know what? Let okay. me let me put a let me put an asterisk on that. I cannot stand the base flavor of Monster. Okay. There. There we go. I think I had one of their Monster punches before. Yeah. And those were good. Like I had one. I'm like, that tastes actually pretty fucking good. Okay, so just the base flavor of Monster, I do not like at all. I can agree to that. Awesome. And then for hot pockets, it's been a long time. So what I should do is I should go get some hot pockets. Maybe a couple different flavors. I'm not a pepperoni guy, so I'm going to probably stay away from the pepperoni. But you said the Philly cheesesteak one's good? I really like the Philly cheesesteak. You like Philly cheesesteaks in general? Yeah, yeah. We go to restaurants, you like a Philly cheesesteak. Of course. Yeah. And then um, the bre- there's a breakfast one that's like ham ham and cheese. Ham, I love me some, some ham and cheese. Maybe, maybe egg, ham, egg, and cheese. I don't remember exactly which ones I used to get. I love me some ham and cheese. So those those ones. You know, of course, you cook them, you burn your mouth on that first bite. It's oh, kind of, sure. I like to cut mine in they half. They don't call them hot pockets for nothing. Yeah. Cut them in half in the middle and then eat them from the other way. So that way you cool off a little bit. You're good to go. Next thing you're going to tell me is that you eat a taco by eating from the top down. No. Or a burrito by biting in the middle. No. You know what's funny? I forgot who said We're going on a tangent here. I forgot who said it. But somebody... Somebody well-known does eat burritos and tacos that way and they made a really compelling argument as to why and i believe that compelling argument was when you eat a burrito right if you if you start at one end and go out the other it might splooge out the other end when you get there right yeah right if you eat from the middle it eventually just turns into a taco but since the sides are enclosed you don't have to worry about the splooge coming out the ends and then the taco, the taco top thing, I don't really get. You know, nah. I mean, I guess I can understand the the splooge factor. I mean, but I'll be. I'm there's been times at, where like you're eating a taco from the side and things are starting to get pushed back. Yeah, and you take a bite out of the top to kind of clear that. Yeah, yeah, that's I do it. You do it while as you go through the taco. You don't start at the top. You just <laughs> yeah. work your way over. You know, right? Yeah. That's, that's how you eat a fucking taco. What is this show anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, we did have a Taco Bell episode for Christ's sake. We did. All right. We talk about a lot of random shit here. Uh, uh, Maddie says, man, there's nothing more I worry about than splooge coming out the end. That's right. That's right, Maddie. Always remember the splooge. On this week's episode of the show, tangents aside, the return of the AGLA, the American Griffball League of America, Europa Halo takes a well-deserved break. 
We have tournament announcements and recaps, including the results of the HCS Grassroots Cup presented by GT Halo. Halo Infinite is not truly an open world. And PlayStation causes some headaches. But but here's the thing. We're going to talk about this because I don't want people to think that like we're we're biased towards Xbox when I mean you had you grew up on PlayStation, oh, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. And so like I I had same here basically. I didn't I never had an original Xbox, right? So I started with a 360 coming into the Xbox scene. But regardless, I don't want people to think that we're we have hard-ons for Microsoft because what we're going to talk about in terms of of PlayStation I think makes sense if utilized properly. And we'll get to that. But Without further ado, Will, let's talk about some competitive Halo news. Lux is looking for assistance. This is by Tucker Brown over on Twitter. I'm looking for someone to help out with video production, like a five to ten part series for Lux Gaming. Will be Halo esports related. Hit me up for more details. Not me. Tucker Brown over on Twitter. That's awesome. Looking forward to what comes out of that. Next up. This is a really cool one. I was going to put this in the community creations, but I decided, fuck that. It's going in the actual news. Okay. Here we go. The Spartan 5 program. Ah, yes. This is by Brooks, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools, Jolly Josh, Volunteer, Strali EU, Lil Vinaigrette, and Callus. And I quote, The Spartan 5 program is a non-profit community group dedicated to helping players improve their gameplay in a positive, competitive, judgment-free environment. We run in-house tournaments, eights lobbies, fight nights, and conduct regular film reviews and and progress evaluations with our players to improve their gameplay and approach. SVP has helped get many players climb Halo 5's ranks from Silver to Onyx, and many of them have expressed that joining the program has brought them more fun than they ever had since they started playing Halo in 2001. We've had, over, we've had over 150 total members from all over the U.S., Canada, Mexico, the EU, uh, Australia, New Zealand, and Japan since our founding in March of 2017. So the reason why this has never been included in the news before is because those motherfuckers don't promote it. That's a, so yeah, the the first time I heard about it was the G, the GT Halo tournament. Yep. Same. Which so, I was shocked. Guess what motherfuckers? We're promoting it now. Go check it out. Please go check it out. Bunch of really myself. cool dudes. Bunch bunch of really cool dudes. Um next news story. Halo 3 4v4 tournament announced. This is by Halo Australia. Continuing the Halo 3 hype, we'll be hosting another Halo 4v4 tournament this Sunday as part of the Halo Australia MCC online series. Halo 3 4v4 on PC. $100 prize pool, Sunday, August 16th at 12 p.m. Their time, more than likely, on that one. Halo 5 tournament announcement. This is by GM Halo Tournaments. Halo 5 doubles tournament, $100 prize pool on Friday, August 20, uh, 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern time. $10 entry fee per team. Esports Arena Halo tournaments are back. This is by Esports Arena. Assemble your Halo squad and start practicing. Weekly Halo 5 tournaments are back. $1,000 Halo 5 4v4 free entry every Sunday starting next Sunday, the 16th of August at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sign up, compete, get your money. AGLA, the American Griffball League of America. Fuck yeah. Halo 3 begins, schedule released, game reporting, and more. This is by Silva of Play Griffball. Kickoff, the first ever Halo 3 PC Griffball League has already begun, beginning last night with Slytherin versus Kill the Carrier. 
Will will have rosters later on. The back-to-back match ending in 4-4 excitement. Despite KTC rallying and giving it their all, Slytherin ended up taking the win 5-4 for a 2-0 match victory. The season is far, far from over uh, for those on KTC as well as everyone else. Schedule release. With the expansion to 10 teams, every team will be playing a total of 18 games. Nine opponents, two games each. Throughout the course of the next month, followed by playoffs shortly thereafter, where the top six teams will duke it out to determine the ultimate champion. You can find a complete schedule for this season, including the Google Talk, the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes, and chat. It's there. I didn't fuck that one up. Nice. Please feel free to work with other teams on handling any schedule discrepancies you may find as the season goes on. Speak to a specific team situation, Circus Galvino. Please note the team is primarily only available on Fridays, starting around 8 and Saturdays anytime. Some of you do not list Friday or weekend availability in your signups. Though we're going to continue on. You can report the games via the method that they describe in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show. Summer League 20 playoff structure. To keep this short and sweet, playoffs will be starting shortly after the conclusion of the regular season in early September. The top six teams in the league will duke it out in the postseason, with the top two seeds getting buys, as well as the ability to choose their opponent following the buy. We used this last season. People seem to enjoy it, so it returns. That should wrap it up. If anyone has any questions, you can send messages to the people included in, again, the Google Doc of the show notes of the motherfucking show. Josh, have you done much grift ball? Have I? Yeah. No, I'm fucking trash. I played some on the, the playlist that came out. Yeah. Uh, it's hard when you're solo queuing. Oh, sure. And I'm curious in it because, like, we've seen some nerdy things happen in H5 with, like, slide boosting off of someone's head. Oh, yeah. And getting launched across the map. I want to, like, try to implement that in a Griff Ball game and just launch the ball carrier somehow. You should play, you should play some Halo 4 Griff Ball. Yeah. Because the but, fact that you can, that's the first, I think that was the introduction of being able to throw it. Oh, yeah. So, like, you'd see, oh, you can set up things. some crazy shit being yeah. able to throw the bomb. Yeah, I just got... In Halo 5, you can actually, if you push out far enough, you can spawn kill and just sit and keep spawn killing over and over again. Exactly. And that's how people get, like, killionaires and shit and right. ball, and you see that happen all the time to just rack up kills. But I, I don't know. I'd like to see it, like, I'd like to try it on a more professional level, level rather than um, just... Ladies and gentlemen, you yeah, heard yeah, it here first. I'm trying, I'm Will playing. is joining the AGLA. No. When it's Halo 5. No. <laughs> I don't know. I want to, like, try it with actual setups Teammates. and not just, like, sure. messing around in social because that's... So you're saying that we should have that in the community playdate rotation? Yeah, Some why not? Some customs? Yeah, just... Yeah. Have if we have, if we have enough players for it, why not? Hell yeah. All right. People not just going for killionaires by sitting in spawn. Like, it's, you see, you, I just see it when I'm solo queuing. So oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. It gets discouraging to play Griff Ball. I couldn't agree more. Europa Halo announcement. This is by Europa Halo on Twitter, and I quote, Due to some unforeseen real-life circumstances with staff and myself, Europa Halo was officially on a break to launch or close to the launch of Halo Infinite. DMs in Discord will still be active, but we do not plan to run any major events until Infinite. We want to bring the best tournaments and content to you, the community. However, due to a few issues around availability of staff and personal commitments, we can't assure top quality run tournaments. We're going to spend the next few months recruiting staff and preparing. We'll run some customs nights with our staff members, but myself as leader won't have much involvement till infinite launches. Well-deserved break 
Good luck to you guys. Uh, looking forward to what's coming with Infinite. And the final news story, which is funny because I, I could technically even do this. Because this literally happened like right after you got in the door. Nice. So nice. the MCC Pro Series is returning. This is by HCS. The MCC Pro Series returns next Saturday with the first open Halo 3 PC 4v4 tournament. Compete for cash prizes and a spot in the next $5,000 Pro Tournament. Stay tuned for Face It registration info later this week. So they're sticking with Face It. And here are the dates for the tournaments. On Saturday, August 22nd, it's open. On Saturday, August 29th, it's a Pro Tournament. On Saturday, September 5th, it's an open tournament. And it ends with Saturday, September 12th with another Pro Tournament. And Will, that is it for your competitive Halo news for this week. Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports and nerds. But still not merch moving on, Will. NHL. He's working on it. <laughs> hey, look at it. See, NHL Season 1 matches. Yes. Division 1, Week 8. Flawless Cowboy goes up against Charlie Foxtrot. You still don't know the Bloodhound Gang song that I'm thinking of every time I say Charlie Foxtrot, do you? Nah. Fuck. Full Hammer goes up against The Flood. The Banished go up against In Amber Clad. And Hang em High goes up against The Maw. In Division 2 for Week 8, The Banished up against In Amber Clad. Hang em High versus The Maw. Flawless Cowboy versus Charlie Foxtrot. And Full Hammer going up against The Flood. On Saturday, August 15th, we have SWAT Nation Bears Don't SWAT V2. The CGL Halo 5 2v2 qualifier number three. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I was just Bears Don't SWAT V2. Bear, why, why Bears? What's. what's... Duh, bears. Okay. Honestly, I forgot why. I, f- I forgot. His... Yeah. yeah. So the Twitter is later. Hold on. You fucking asked. All right. You're going to look it up? We're celebrating Naf Burgers, one of co-found. We're celebrating Naf Burgers, one of the co-founders' birthday, with yet another boy-girl two v two SWAT tournament. Bears don't SWAT is is coming back reloaded and more taxic than ever. T a h x i c, taxic. It's like Jash. Yeah. This is bullshit. We'll be using NAF's selection of maps and guns, which will test your metal like never before. Okay. So I, it has to do with NAF Burger. Got it. There it is. We look shit up on the fly because that's how we do. And then the final tournament on Saturday, August 15th, we have Divine Mind and Halo Columbia, LATAM, Halo 5 to the 10. On Sunday, August 16th, the GM Halo Tournament's Halo 5 SWAT Doubles Tournament. Tournament, tournament, tournament. Yeah. In the eSports Arena, Halo 5 4v4. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it for your upcoming tournaments. Uh, the way. Bye. New cow. Ha. Are you all right over there? You know, I'm tired. I'm just like trying to like keep it fucking bumping up. Go to noobcombo.com for your Halo eSports needs. But not merch, not yet. Hopefully soon. Maddie, get the fuck on it because if you Never don't, gonna I'm going to start crying. You don't want to see me cry because it's ugly. I don't really think I'm an ugly cry. I don't know. What was the last time you cried? Do you remember the last time you cried? No. I don't remember the last time I cried. Probably when my daughter was born. I don't look at myself when I'm crying. So I just, I don't know if I'm an ugly crier. That's a good point. Yeah. Just wouldn't know. Just wouldn't know. Yeah. Last time I cried was when my my daughter was born. I'm pretty sure that was the last time. 
I mean, that's a, that's a good time. A year and a half. Last time wow. I cried. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting deep on HCS Pro Talk late night. <laughs> well, it's like, what the fuck? What, what is what happening? Do we, what we got next? Roster Mania! Yes, moving on to Roster Mania here. Yes, After Dark. There we go, Maddie. After Dark. HS Pro Talk, After Dark. Um, <laughs> is it, So we're turning into like a, a ninja Twitch stream where he can swear finally? I mean, I know we got away from all that, but like... Yeah, but we swear all the time, so... I know, but... Oh, 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 it wait, so worse. I have to do the opposite. After Dark is the I'd clean version? Yeah. Makes no sense, but okay. All right. Anyway, Gosh darn it. Let's move on to some roster mania. Frick yeah! AGLA, Halo 3, PC, Summer League 2020 rosters. Josh hinted that we'd be going through this before. Let's start through them here. I'm good at foreshadowing. Yeah. Circus Galvino. It is Regressor, Galvin, Soul, Life, and His... It's Hiveria, but it might be Hysteria. I don't know. Uh, Redemption Runners, Maddie B, Sam Adams, Drez, Tommy Westside, and Aware Aware Mosquito. It's Aware of pissing me off. E-Dogs is Grunt, Moldy Volts. (laughs) That's a good name. Nihilus, Novice, and Sonic. Team Slytherin, Silva, AJ Cena, Saints, Digital Pain, and Demon. D-H-M-O-N. AJ Cena. AJ Cena. Kill the Carrier. This is Beam, the Alpha Turtle, Turtle, Doorstopper, DeCleek, and (laughs) R... Come on, man! R-D-G-N-H-L. However you want to pronounce that. All caps, by the way. He's screaming it at you. I think he just put his fingers down on the keyboard. Good to go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> just freaking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, next team, Turquoise Jeep. <laughs> what a dumb color for a Jeep. You know, I don't think I've ever saw a turquoise Jeep before. Thinking about it. Don't get me wrong. I like turquoise. Like, I'm, I'm a blue-green fan. Sure. Because I love cerulean. Best color, by the way. You put on a Jeep? You you freaking look at a at a cerulean crayon and that line gets drawn. Holy frick. Okay. <laughs> sure. I don't know how much I can do that non swearing thing. This is hard. Cerulean's a great color. It's always getting that. Turquoise can go fuck itself. Alright, let's <laughs> turquoise Jeep. Easy eight. Uh, uh, nine Gingy because it's IX Gingy. Sure. Ace be silent. You got it. Sabasaurus Rex. You got it. Yeah. And killers. Next team, Junkyard Cat is Jaga? Jaga? Not men's Salty Peter Bread and Ninjo. Next team, bank your items. Priest, Rage, Cannon, Diablo, and Active Hate. Super Friends is Conra, Mickinator, Rockies, Fedowix, and Fright, and Terminator. Or Terminator. 
I like Terminator. I think it's Terminator. Like Terminator. Cause it, yeah. Because <laughs> it's T-H-U-R. <laughs> ah. It's Terminator. Terminator. I can't even do it. Get to the chopper. There you go. <laughs> Next team. Zarmf. It's Zeg, Set, Pi, Jabbar, and Halfbreed. Oh, look who showed up. Hey, look, it's Voodoo Man and Rage More Nerd, eh? Oh, my God. Rage, we're just, we're just talking about yeah. uh, Terminator. It's a great team. <laughs> You're going to do that every time we talk about them now. They're my new Bed Bath & Beyond study. <laughs> Holy shit, they're that. Uh, Voodoo says, can we talk about how much JK Fire went off on the stream yesterday? Tashi died more than JK Fire. JK Fire is better confirmed. <laughs> you know what the best part is? I pulled stats. We're going to talk about them. Just wait. I got to beef myself up here because I did not play well. But speaking of GT Halo, the oh! next set of rosters we have is the GT Halo HTS Grassroot Cup. Grassroot Cup rosters. Oh! Yeah. Oh! <laughs> we'll start with headshots only. This is Prof, Matacline, um, Nap Times, and Proximity. Coed Baggers was Dinashawn, Snickerdoodle, Lady Echidna, and Ubernick. The six, the only Zoltan. Zoltan! Thank you. Div360, No Pearl Angel, and Shyway. We then had Team Naders, Voodoo Man, Muggsy, Anthony, and Stress. My favorite team name, 343 Guilty Sparkles. Mr. JK Fire himself, Tashi, Callus, and Saiyan. And then Team E United, Europa Halo, Unishek, Batchford, and Reclaimer. And then also before we continue on, Rage More Nerd with the Primer. Also, it is now called Amazon Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming. Yes. So thank you for the Amazon Prime Gaming subscription, Rage More Nerd, at Late Night HGS Pro Talk. My voice cracked. Don't ask about it. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The woos. The woos for the subs. I forgot about Rage that. Rage just asked, was that a dude where's my car gamer tag? Yes, it fucking was. Yes. And they said it on stream as well. Yep. Yep. I was so happy. There's Will with the fucking woo in the Every chat. time. <laughs> oh, my uh. God. No, seriously, it really is a dude. Where's my car reference? And I couldn't have been more happy the first time we ever read that yep. on stream. It was it was amazing. It was, um, sweet. All right, Will. Thank you for reading through the rosters. What do we got for the tournament league recaps of the week? All right, NAHL season one matches. Here we go. Week seven. Also, did you press the button? Yes, you did. Thanks. No problem. I also forgot to take down the time. It's okay. What is? Well, well, it's why you're the master producer. You got this shit. All right. Again, NAHL season one, week seven matches. Charlie Foxtrot went up against Hang'em High. Hang'em High took it 3-0. The Banished went up against the Flood. Banished won 3-0. Oh, man. Fohammer versus Flawless Cowboy. I actually tuned in for this one because it was one seed versus two seed here. First place versus second place. Yep. Um, Fohammer did win 3-1 against Flawless Cowboy. I was hoping for the for Flawless to make a push for Game 5, but uh, Fohammer just had him. You're hoping for Flawless to go Flawless? Well, kind of, not Flawless, but, you know. But flawless. It was still a good match. Matches Shine were close. right like a diamond. And then in Amber Clad went up against the Maw. The Maw won 3-1. So there you go. Fucking sick. Division two, week seven matches. 
Faux Hammer against Flawless Cowboy. Faux Hammer won 3 2. In Amber Clad against the Maw. The Maw 3 1. The uh, In Amber Clad. Um, Charlie Foxtrot against Hang 'em High. Charlie Foxtrot won 3 0. By forfeit. Due to forfeit. Yep. And then the Banished versus the Flood. Banished win 3 0. Also, uh, just want to give a huge shout. Okay. Well, actually, first, Rage, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for the Prime Gaming sub. That's going to be hard. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I could always just say Twitch Prime, but I mean, whatever. Uh, or just Prime. Just thanks for the Prime sub. Thanks for the Primer. You know, any, any laying pr- that foundation before putting the paint over. Any primers in chat? <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, have you anybody, has anybody heard about this new thing? It's called Twitch Prime Gaming. Oh, we could really say, we could, we could really lay into that now because it's yeah. new. Yeah, and uh, I heard that if you have a Twitch Prime. Oh, wait, that's not what it's called anymore. If you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get a free subscription to any one channel that you want on Twitch. Huh. Hmm. It's crazy. Any one of them. But I mean, if you're already here, it <laughs> might as well. Why not? I'm just kidding. Um, oh, and then also just want to give another shout out to Fohammer. They are the official season one, division one champions. They pull away in points. Yes. Is that why? Yep. They are. Um, there's no like, there's no like postseason. I think they're. Hold on. I feel like with the with you got to have like a postseason, you know, a final tournament. Well, I think that. Fuck. Hold on. They're they're they've lo- they've secured first place in their in their division. Yeah. They're they're the D one. Hold on, I gotta because, find this because there's still week eight, eight matches for. Uh, there is week eight, yeah. <clears throat> there is them. there is an end of season tournament. Okay, so they've secured the number one seed. I'm looking at, yes, I'm looking at the announcements right now in their Discord. Okay, so yeah, there is I'm going based off of the fucking information that Mark put in here. Okay. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Get your shit together, right? <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing a good job. He's doing a great job. Yeah. I just literally read his... He he this he, he literally put this in here. Congratulations to Fohammer for officially winning the NAHL Season 1 Division 1 League. That's confusing. A little bit. If there's a... There's uh, one week there's, left. And then there's a... There's a after... Season tournament to determine the. I think it's because they. I think it's because even with week eight, there's no one that can catch up. If the banished won out, they still. Yeah. Because right now we're looking at. Yeah. Even because what? They, They play one match a week. Yeah. So the banished, even if they won their match, they'd still be a win short of Faux Hammer, regardless of what happens. So, okay, Faux Hammer wins by default. So, there's that. All right, continue on. Halo Draft League Random Duos Cup Qualifier Number Two. We have an update by Reem Seamer, not Seam Reamer. He's there too, but he is Reem there too. Yeah, we played against them. We did. We did. We won. We beat their asses. Yes, we did. Yeah, 
fuck you guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you guys do great it work was... with the Halo Draft League. I'm, so, I'm sorry. That was really mean. That was toxic. Toxic <laughs> from Jash. <laughs> fuck. All Frick. right. Here's the update. We have decided to cancel our Halo 5 random duos 4v4 Cup series due to lack of participation. Thank you to everyone who supported the series. For all those individuals who did not participate in Stage 1, you may request a refund by, uh, I'm assuming it's DMing me. Yeah, private message. Private message, PMing, whatever. Uh, with your gamer tag, please allow 5 to 10 business days for the refund to show up on your payment card. This time frame is out of my control and handled by our payment partner, uh, Stripe. So there you go. Unfortunate, but yeah, at least they're at least they're holding to their word. They're going to get people's refunds if they qualify for them. And yeah, if you guys want to seriously, Halo Draft League has been doing incredible work for a long time. If you guys want to get into some awesome uh, community Halo tournaments, uh, a lot of Halo Five tournaments, and it it's seeing a little bit of a resurgence in the competitive community as well. So yeah. if you want to get in on those, please go to their discord, sign up for them, be a part of that community. It's awesome. They were around right when halo five stopped being the official HCS game. Correct. Like they started, sur- re, uh, they emerged right after it yep. and they've been around since and they, they, they keep, they keep going. It's great. It is. Um, all right. Some more tournaments to go over here. Halo Classic versus Modern Show Match results. So in second was, because there was only two teams. Correct. Um, Team Classic, which was Benno, Dante, Junior, and Voltage. And first went to Team Modern, which was Monza, Berserk, Madzi, and Barco taking home. That That is true. That's a good, that's a that's a good payout right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. It's $1,081. Yes. If the tweets were anything to go by. So it was it was two best of fives. Yeah. Uh one in an older Halo title, I think it was Halo three, and then one in Halo five. And then I, I even think they had a tiebreaker. Yeah, what uh, happens one, if they I forgot how the tiebreaker rules played out again. It was in a tweet. I forgot how it played out, but it was Team Modern that took the win. So okay. like it was an overall thing. All right. Next up the LFTG. And CGL, Halo 5, 2v2 qualifier results. In 5th through 8th, we had Team God, which was uh, Johan and Pool God. And then t- a Team Jumpman, Vemzy and Pyretic. Team Connection, Loganator and Sanart. Bad and Sad, which was Thin and Peng. Unfortunate. 3rd uh, through 4th, we had Kuaku, which was No Pro Angel and Juan 117. And then... Greater in the six, just Venom and Requiem. Second place went to Le- Legendite, which was Mista and Legend. And first went to Talik, which was Talik and Mr. Soul Snipe. It's, yeah. Next up, Divine Mind, Australia, New Zealand, Halo 5 FFA results. In eighth, we had Slays. Seventh, Tadpole. Sixth, Monza FFA Champ. Fifth was Berserk. Fourth, Eromancy. Third went to Monza, taking home $100. Second was TJ Jr. D, $150 to him and then, or her. And then first went to Madzi, $250. All right. Okay. GT Halo presents HCS <laughs> Grassroot Cup results. Here we fucking go, boys. Uh, when uh, This tournament was big on our calendar for a while. We, yes. We knew about it before it was announced. Yes. Because weird flex, but okay. 
I'm not. I'm just saying, like, we we knew we knew about it a while ago. Yeah. And like we were hyped for it the whole time. Like, yes. I was excited. We were practicing Halo Five throughout the weeks here and there. Yes. Um, getting as much as I could in. Yeah. With my time schedule. But I was so excited for this tournament, and I loved every minute of it. Just watching you guys play. Um, Thank you. It was it was so much fun to root you guys on. So let's talk about the draft first. So we we both watched the draft, obviously, and um, Martin says, "Wait, you practice? Goddamn, I was behind the curve." Well, let's just I'm I'm a platinum player right now, <laughs> so we were. I mean, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, it was good to play with you. Um, we got Silos in there as well, yeah. Scud. Yep, I think too. Uh, no, it was really good. So the draft took place, right? Yep. I'm not kidding. When, so, okay, I'm going to sound really cocky right now. So I was the first pick in the draft. Yep. For team one. And the, the, the teams were drafted too. Like the, the actual team numbers were drafted as well. So you didn't know what team number you were going to be on. Right. So I was first pick and I went to team one. So I'm like, that's really funny. And of course, also, it's a fucking nighty night. I want to say this real quick. Uh oh. So he reached out to me on Twitter and he's like, hey, you got any accolades that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hyping you up during the draft? Do you have any accolades? And I'm like, I don't have any fucking personal accolades. Oh, I no. don't. I, I gave him it like tidbits about our show because I'm like, if there's any emphasis I want to be, I want things to be put on, I don't want it to be myself. I want it to be our show. Sure. Um, and so I gave, I gave him some tidbits there. And then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, fine. If you want personal things, Matched up against Ogre One. This, <laughs> this is the thing I'm calling out 99 on. So I said in the tweet, well, in the DM, that I matched against Ogre One in Halo 1 and MCC and beat him. And I had more kills than him. <laughs> that was failed to be mentioned. He said that he had more kills. Nuh-uh, I did. I'm better. I'm just kidding. His teammates were not good. And that was that was said. Um... But no, so I get drafted first, and I'm like, fuck. So I, we get through the first round, right? Yep. Second round starts, and I'm thinking to myself, and they did 3-4-3 three, three staff the second yep. the second round, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'll be fine with anybody um, because I really don't know how they play, and I know Muggsy's good at Halo 3, but this is Halo 5, yep. so who knows, right? Yep. Get Tashi. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really funny because I call his ass out on the show. So we, we did once. Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh, but it's fine. Uh, it's fine. None of that was said in, in comms. Okay. I could promise you that actually it threw a lot of fucking shit. It was you, funny. I, I know I was listening because I, I, on the stream, say in stream, they, they yeah. I could hear the comms the whole time. Yeah. It was funny as hell. Uh, I called out, who did I call out? I called out Mick <laughs> once I called out. Who the fuck else did I call out? Oh, the tweet. Yeah, singing in the comms. Oh, this, oh yeah. What is the band before? Oh, yeah. It's fucking. That oh was my great. God. It was, was funny. Uh, So, we get Tashi. Well, I get Tashi. And I'm like, that's really funny. So, next up, it's the content creators. Mm-hmm. And we get Callus. Yep. And I'm like, we have a legitimate coach on our team. This is really funny. Okay. All we need now is saying we're going to win this fucking tournament. That was that I Will and I were texting each other as this was going on 
And we're, and we're just thinking to ourselves, man, if we just fucking get saying, holy shit, yep. it's not going to happen. But man, if we get saying, then it comes to the grassroots members, Saiyan's up on the, do- on the, on the draft and he fucking goes yeah. to us. Yep. We're flipping out. And I, and I'm like, I'm the cockiest motherfucker. And I'm like, we're winning this tournament. There's no way we lose. There's no way. We literally have one of the best Halo 5 players in the world on our team. We're not losing this. Fuck that. So, we, uh, Callus and I practice the day before. So, that that night, yep. right? Because the draft was, oh, wait, no, the draft was Friday night. Yep. You guys Saturday, Saturday was the day off, and then Sunday was the tournament. Yep. So, we practiced on... It was Saturday. It must have been Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So we practiced on Saturday and uh it went well overall. Uh Callus, one of the I'm gonna just flat out say this, one of the nicest people. And that's why I'm so happy that uh him so uh Gary Yu-Gi-Oh tools joined yeah. later on. And excuse me. Two of the nicest individuals, and I'm so glad that they told me about that Spartan five program that I had no idea. I had no idea it existed. And they told me, and I'm like, why don't you guys? And he's like, and they're like, we just don't promote it. I'm like, do you guys mind if I talk about on the show? And they're like, absolutely. So, I mean, absolutely. They do not mind that I talk about on the show. Um, so I wanted to make sure that was a point in here is that I wanted to give them credit where credit is due because they're phenomenal. And I know, so I'm, I'm just going to say this before we get into any tournament talk, right? Okay. I, I am a diamond. I'm a mid diamond player. That is what I am. I'm a mid diamond through and through. It doesn't matter what playlist I'm in. I'm a mid diamond player. Um, I knew that I was going to be, and this is going to be throwing shade. Okay. I knew that I was going to be, if not the weakest link on my team next to Tashi, just because I did not know how much Tashi played because he has a big role in HCS, right? Yeah. He has a big job. I don't know how much time he has. Sure. So I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how much time he has to play. I know how much time I have to play, and I know where I stand. So against Onyx and Champ players, I'm not good. So I'm practicing with Callus. Gary joins up, and we get – we're playing. I'm having a great time. Comms are on point. We're winning some games. Everything's going pretty well. There's a match. There's a game I want to highlight. It was Refuge CTF. I hate it. I hate Refuge. I, I'm not 5. a fan of it at all. Anyway, I hate it. I hate when people go ring three. As you could tell during the gameplay during the tournament, I fucking hate when people <laughs> go ring three. I hate that map. It's power position though. I hate it. And when you have people that are really, really good on that map, it's like, what am I gonna do? But regardless, we get matched up with on our team, no pro angel. Oh, yeah. Okay. He dropped 49 kills in that game, and we still lost. In CTF, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't even believe it. Martin says, I don't even know how to go ring three. Me either. There's a little jump you have to hit. Right. There, think, it's on both sides. You can, I yeah, think you, you have to uh, 
You, you don't have to do anything special. You don't. It's no. just a jump. You might. You might have to just crouch jump on the yeah. little platform to go up, but that's it. Yeah. No. No sprinting or anything like that. Nothing I crazy. Just, I honestly should just load up a custom game and learn that jump. Sure. Um. Noah Pro Angel will be pro and infinite. I wouldn't doubt it. He's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal player. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So. And also, uh, you know what? You know where else I don't know how to go, get to. I don't know how to do the fancy jump to get to top gold in Plaza. I have no idea. Like I know that there is like when you're in Plaza to yeah. go top yellow. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And little window. Yep. I have no idea how to get up there the way the pros do with like the, the uh, stabilized crouching to get up yep. there. No idea. And so I'll, I'll either wrap around to get up there or I think there's a jump, uh, a, a jump you can make with like a, a crouch jump stabilize to get in there. Yeah from one of the little platforms of like the flowers there. Sure. I think that's another way you can get up there, but like that, I have no fucking idea. So regardless, we get it's tournament time, right? Let's get, we'll get to the tournament here. So do you want to go through the results first and then we'll yeah, talk further? Yeah, go, okay. Go ahead. So we start out hot, um, in pools, pool play. Yep. Yep. Pool play. We, we, we practiced a little bit beforehand, the full team. So we had everybody there. Um, our comms were on point. Everybody was feeling good. I was doing what I could. Okay. Uh, and funny enough, Tashi and I are literally the same rank. Yeah. We're, we're D three players yep. in team arena. Um, also I have a higher Spartan rank than he does, which is fucking hilarious to me. He's a one forty four. Tashi step your fucking game up. <laughs> also, no, it's, he made fun of himself on that. It's okay. And I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not throwing shade. Um, he, he probably just does not have a lot of time. I completely understand. Uh, so, tournament starts. We're first up on fucking stream. Yeah, I was excited for that. I wasn't because, of course, I'm not great, right? <laughs> so, when uh, they go on my motherfucking POV, I'm the one doing the dumb shit. Now, you know how I feel when we did Halo Bowl? And my the, they're oh. on my they're on my POV, oh. and the first thing I do is fall off the map. Like, oh, it's okay. thanks, guys. I think Wonder Boy called me out for for not doing something correct on Truth and blocking yeah. Car. Yep, I I mentioned that. In, in, so you so it was CTF. Yeah, I know. And you were on Car as we as your team was pulling the flag. Yep. And Wonder Boy was like, "Oh, Josh, or something like JK Fire blocking Car spawns over there." If I, if, if I match you in arena and you're doing that, I might hit you with the block and tell you to get off my team. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, oh, my God. Also, it's funny because I got a message <laughs> when we were practicing mm -hmm. the, the on Saturday night. First game, okay? I'm not great, and I know that. I can admit that. I'm fine with that. First game, we lose because I hadn't played yet. It's yeah. my warm-up game. I use your rule. First game's always a warm-up game. Yeah, throwaway game. Yeah, you just, first you know, game. Get your shot going. Yeah. It's fine. So, I don't do well. Get a message. First game. You're trash. Oh, fuck you, guy. Yeah. Guy was an asshole. Just throwing that out there. Don't be mean. All right? Um. Okay, so tournament. We do well in pools. We go 3-1, 3-1, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yep. And the funny thing, the real funny thing is... So if you win two pool, if you win your two pool matches, you get a first round bye in the bracket. Yep. Okay. It's a single Leland bracket. We said after the first match that we played in pools, I'm not kidding. This is you you may have heard this in comms. I don't know. 
may have heard it on stream if you were tuning into one of the streams. We said that obviously we're going to try to win no matter what, but it's like, man, do we want that first round by going into the bracket? Because, Will, you and I both know, we've talked about it multiple times, you get a first round by if you're coming from winner's bracket, right? And yeah. let's say you're in the grand final. You have, you have that, you have to, the person in the loser's bracket has to win two best of sevens, but you're waiting. You're just waiting. Yep. That time that you're waiting, you're not, I mean, let's, if you're not practicing or you're over practicing, it can hurt you. And I really think that's what hurt us because it's funny. The team that we lost to, we beat three, one in pools. And maybe if we had just kept playing, things would have been different, but that's besides the point. They played lights out in that, in that series. Um, I think from my mindset, when you guys, so you guys played some matchmaking in between when you were waiting. Yeah. But then we, but then we actually took a break. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think your matchmaking competition was easier than your tournament competition. Oh yeah. And like, maybe that was like the foot off, like the the foot starts to come off the gas when it's not as hard online. And you go back to tournament setting and you guys have taken that break and you got to like, like you said, you got to get it going again. Yep. And I think you guys could have used. And I thought we, I thought my teammates, because I'm not really going to say me, I thought my teammates did a good job on like trying to get us back into the series. Sure. And we had a couple close games in there. We just really, we just couldn't close it out. We needed to close it out. Um, And the other thing too, is that, so I hadn't eaten. Oh, right. Sure. Up until the break. So when we actually took our break after those matchmaking games, I ate some food. That was a very bad decision. Made you tired. Yes, it did. And I'm not trying to blame like myself for all of this because I know that I'm not amazing, but I'm not kidding when I say that it, you hit that people talk about all the time. You hit that, uh, slump after you're done eating lunch, mm-hmm. right? It's exactly what happened to me. And I couldn't focus. And that's when I that's when I messaged you and I said, our comms sounded like they were fine, but I wasn't in the right positioning I needed to be in. Uh, I, I, I'm I, not great at closing out kills, and especially against these players, I'm really not. Um, and then Martin says, to be honest for us, it was a frustration because we knew we were so close in every game despite the fact we kept losing. The fir- that first round in bracket helped boost that confidence we needed. Hell yeah, man. Um, hell yeah. And then... All right, sounds good. Sounds good, Martin. You fucking... Yeah, dude, absolutely. Uh... I was, pro- I was thinking about it myself, to be honest. He says he's filling out the SVP application. Yeah. Um, so getting back to the tournament here. So we take our break. We come back. We're, we're throwing banter back and forth. It's a good time. And we're get, we're hyping each other up again and getting ready to go. Um. Then that series started, and I just felt sluggish. I just felt off. Sure. So I was a detriment to the team there. More so during pool, more so than pool play. And honestly, from my, from watching and watching you guys play, there was a a lot of times, not just you, but the other members of your team would be caught 
how do I like we you, didn't have good positioning. Yeah, right. So you like like you'd get someone one shot and you'd chase it. Or you would engage um a fight in an area where you were getting shot from multiple angles. You really didn't have cover. Yep. Or you'd you'd boost out to try to do something and it just you'd be too caught right. too far out. And right. It wasn't just it was a it was I mean, I saw you do it, Callus and Tashi. No, I know. Um, like, in, especially in that uh, that sanctuary game or what a refuge it's called now. Right. You guys were in that overtime, desperating that flag a lot, and that's what cost you, rather than just resetting and trying to get get the slaves. Right. And the other thing too is that one of the things that frustrated me about that refuge game too is that during that game, I had three people one shot, uh, over on our car side, and I wasn't. I'm not going to be that person to make that push because I'm going to get killed. Like I already sure. know that it doesn't matter if he's one shot, I'm going to get fucking killed. So I would try my hardest to stay alive and just to call out and be like, Hey, there's somebody one shot here. There's somebody one shot here. I'm trying to get shots down, blah, blah, blah. One of the, like I said, it sounded like our comms were fine, but realistically what I feel one of the problems was, is that there, there's a saying that goes, um, if, I, we if everybody's about, talking, nobody's no one, listening, nobody's listening. Exactly. So during that series in bracket play, I felt a lot of that. I felt a lot of, I, I trying to get these words out. No one's listening. I'm hearing words coming to me. I'm not setting up in positions for them. That's in that series. And listening to you guys in the, in the bracket rather than pools, like everyone seemed a, just a little bit more like rushed or on edge. Yep. Rather than just your calm, cool, collected what you were doing in pools. Exactly. Everyone seemed to be like just a little bit more tense and more like maybe that you're gripping the sticks a little too tight or something, you know? Right. And I couldn't, and that's, and I just, when you have Saiyan on your team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's dropping 20s, 30s, basically every game. Actually, I think it was every game. Yeah. And you're not able to clutch something out. That is the thing that was hard for me is because I, I didn't want to feel like I was that detriment to my team. You know, that's yeah. the one thing I hate. I hate feeling like I'm not doing enough for my team. So let me put it in perspective for you. That's how I feel when we play arena and like silo scud, you guys are high diamonds and I'm the low plat. Joining that's the you thing. Guys. I don't want you to feel that way, but it happens. Right. You, right. You, when you're, when you go like I go six and 12 or something on a map and I'm like, Shit. that's how my, that's how I was the whole tournament. Like I went, I don't think I went positive a single game in the tournament. I think I was negative every single game. If I'm not mistaken. But when we get to the statistics part, it makes me feel a little bit better. A okay. little bit. Okay. And we'll talk about that later. Should we go through the finals, the, the results then in the statistics now? Go for it. What do we got for the results? All right. So for the, the GT Halo HCS Grassroots Cup results, just want to say amazing job by GT Halo here. The, Absolutely. The broadcast was on point. The um, commentators, great Wonder Boy, Shirzy, Nighty Night there as well. It, it, it was amazing. Uh, great quality all around. One of the best community run tournaments I've seen to date. Also huge shout out to everybody in the GT Halo discord for uh, communicating who's going where, who's joining who, what color everybody's supposed to be keeping people on track. I was a little confused in your second game while you guys were blue team instead of red. Was that ever clarified? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Just happened. I wasn't paying attention to be completely honest with you. Uh, But no, it was every, and when I, when anybody had a question, it was answered 
immediately. Mm-hmm. You just at the person, they'd respond right away. It was it went it went as smooth as possible. So perfect. So here's the results. In fifth through sixth, we had co-ed baggers and headshots only. Third, fourth, the six and three four three guilty sparkles. Before you continue, yeah. Both teams that got third, fourth had the first round by. Had the first round by. Yep. Crazy. And they dominated in pools. Yeah. I actually think the six went three and oh for both their matches. They did. Go ahead. All right. Second went to Team Naders. And first went to E United. E UNY because Unishek was on that team. Yeah. Feels good to be able to use that. Go. One. Yes, yes. I love it. All right. So congrats to E United. They uh yes. they ended up taking it down. Uh, it was uh, th- what three zero or three one in the finals? I can't remember. They did really well. Yeah, and it's Batchford, man. I'm upset because like Naders brought a number to us. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, guys, and you bring guys, it home. You guys went. You guys killed the United. We in did. Pools. We fucking did. We killed both in pools. United and Team Naders. We yeah. beat both of them three one in pools. Yep. So that's th- that's a, again. A, like, congrats to them, obviously. Like, they deserve it 100%. But it's, you feel like you could have been yes. there. Now you're hungering yeah. for more. You know what the funny thing is? Grassroots Cup number two, please. <laughs> That's I was going to I was gonna tweet that because I, I put some reflections. Yeah. And one of the things was. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one of the things I was going to put in there was, like, that competitive drive is, is definitely there because um, I don't want to be that detriment to the team. I want to be able to prove myself and be like, no, I, I mean, I know this was a community run tournament and whatnot, but I want to, I want to prove that I deserve to be there. Like, that's the thing. Give me a little break. <laughs> no voodoo. We want 24 seven tournaments coming out. Uh, <laughs> Martin, I, I am going to say Martin's in all seriousness, whatever the second one decides to be, please. I, you have to do what you're going to do. And there's, I'm just going to ask, please include us again. If you can. If there's any way, Please. I would love to see Josh back on the stage. I'd love to see us both on the stage. Uh, but regardless, uh, I want to. I want to be able to prove myself. That's the thing. I'd be about as good as Europa Halo was. I d- <laughs> okay. So I didn't watch this because uh, I, I I did not see this, but I he tweeted out something that like didn't he do something good like cool? Didn't he have like a good play or something during one of his matches? Um. So in the finals. His Slayer games were horrible. Not going to lie. Sure. They were horrible. But sure. his objective was great. Was great. He was getting shots down, getting kills. He could That's funny. Really play the objective. It was amazing. That's funny. Okay. It's funny how that works. Um, so Martin says, I'll do what I can. Just hope I can convince more content creators uh, or 343 staff. Hell yeah, man. Martin, um, I really want to get one of those GT Halo jerseys now. Like I've I've wanted one for a while. I might finally pull. They have them up uh, on their on a merch site, right? Acquire, acquire. Yep. That's what it is. Okay. Yep. I gotta look into. The, I actually think we have. I think I put it in one of the show notes before too. Yeah. Of one of our episodes. I gotta find that link again. I I need one of those jerseys. Oh, there it is. Thanks, man. Um. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Some stats Josh pulled. <laughs> Josh was sixth overall in assists. Sixth overall. Entire the whole tournament. tournament. Yep. Making in assists. Feel a little better. Okay. Yep. 
eighth overall in stronghold caps, eighth overall in secures, second overall in ball time. Yep. Behind Batchford, who was number one. And the only reason why he got number one is because he was in the finals. It's the only reason why. Oh, the extra Otherwise, game. I would have been number one in ball time. So I was objective proficient. I'm not kidding. When they when they were telling yeah. this is this is what makes me feel better about myself in this situation is that actually go through the other two stats here and then I'll talk. Go ahead. Sane was nearly first in every category because yep. he's a god. Duh. And then three four three guilty sparkles had all four members in the top six for assists. Yes. So something I want to say to make myself feel better about this entire situation is that we, I, my main goal, because I knew I wouldn't be able to hang with the Onyx and Champ kids, which was over half of the tournament. Okay. Because I knew that I told my team that I'm going to do whatever I can to lay shots down and to tell you where players are and you guys tell me where to go. Yeah. That uh, that truth flag game notwithstanding with me blocking yeah. <laughs> car spots. But no, in all seriousness, that we would talk before every game and mm-hmm. we'd be like, okay, this this is what we're going to... I asked them, like, where do you guys want me to go? Yeah. And, they, and Tashi would be like, I'm going to go for OS. And I'm like, I'm going to go with you to OS. Because they would say two people should go there, whatever. Right. Like, I'm with you, Tashi. And then... You should have spoiled. Yeah. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> what? You should have exploited it? No, no, no. Like... You and Tashi basically each should have, one should have stuck with Saiyan, one with Callus, and pushed out so that it's like even push. We, But we got a good amount of power-ups throughout the tournament. Yeah. Um. But the, the, the point is, is that I would try to make it a point to be like, hey, teammate, I'm on you. Like, I'm with you right now. And then, like, if I said, Tashi, I'm with you right now, Tashi would be like, all right, let's go in, let's get this guy. And we get him. And I'm like, that's, that is a perfect play in my book. Everything worked out really well. And then you're, you're right. Just things, things just started to fall apart during bracket play, but that's, that's besides the point. And then Martin says, let's go. That's better stats than me <laughs> because I'm just better than you. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, Cocky Josh coming also, out. I will say this is that I joked about all of this is in good fun. Okay. I seriously mean that every, like, I seriously mean that. There's so many people that are better than me. Uh, the the funny thing is, is that we talked about Voodoo facts. So our our first pool play match was against United. Yeah, and I put an emphasis, and I'm like, guys, we need to put an emphasis on shitting on Europa Halo. Oh no! And, and they're like, why? You got something against him? I'm like, I have absolutely nothing against him. It's just I think he's going to be the weakest link on their team, and I really oh. want to shit on him. And then Tachi's like, no, I really think you have something against him. And I'm like, no, I don't. Oh. It was so funny. Uh, oh, and then after that match was over, um, after that match was over, it was it was said like, well, it looks like you got what you wanted. Oh, no. Uh, but no, it was funny. I should funny. go pull the VOD and listen to all the you should. I so I I I uh I recorded everything. Yep. So we'll post it all to YouTube. My POV, which is not the best POV, obviously, but my POV will be on the HCS Pro Talk YouTube channel. Um, HCS. HCS. The other thing too is that since Muggsy was on the Team Naders roster, mm-hmm. Tashi was throwing shade like the whole time oh, to him. So a lot of my favorite commentary came from Wonder Boy. Sure. During this during the show, and he was like, "Oh, Muggsy killing Tashi." He's like. There might be some discrepancies in the office. Yep. 
Or Muggsy just lost his job. He better get his bags packing because Tashi's going to send him packing. So we were waiting for Muggsy because Muggsy... So I think it was during bracket play and Muggsy left um, like to do something or whatever. And Tashi's like, hold on, I'm texting his ass right now. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, the banter the banter was awesome. Um, Am I, yes, I'm wearing my baby Yoda No, shirt. the child. I mean, the yeah, child, the child, the child. It's not baby Yoda, but everyone calls it baby. Yoda. It doesn't matter. The child doesn't matter. Child. You're a child. I am. I'm a big baby. <laughs> um, no, but so the assists and the, the objective, that's what made me feel better about things because I made it a point too, is that during the oddball games, I flat out told like, um, I think it might have been it might have been callous. I think I flat out told him like, dude, hey, drop ball. I got it. You go slay. Like just go do your thing. I'll hang back here. I'll drop ball and shoot with you if I need to. But trust me, you you got this. I didn't obviously say all this, but like in my mind, you got this. Go do your thing. I'll hang on to ball instead of objective. And then like saying even called it out one point two during an Eden oddball game, I believe. Um because he had it and he drive, he's like, Hey Josh, can you pick this up? I'm like, absolutely. It's like, there's absolutely. I'll go fucking pick that up. Um, Jordan says, Lydia loves me. She just bought me a wall hanging of the child. Oh, that's sweet. And then Vicky says, uh, LOL just for you. Josh. Oh, fuck. It's never going to go away. It'll never, it'll never die. Um, but yeah, I, to put everything in perspective here about this tournament, I had a great time. I could not have asked for better teammates. And even when I was doing poorly, they would always do everything they can to just boost you up. They they were positive the entire time. The banter was awesome. The comms were great. And I really believe that maybe if I these are always these what if scenarios, right? Maybe if I didn't eat lunch, maybe if we played a little bit more or we didn't play at all. Who knows? Yeah. It Maybe if I just practiced more before the tournament, things could have gone a little bit better. Not saying we would have won, but I was really confident that I was really confident we're going to do better. No detriment to the other teams involved. You guys played lights out. You deserve to be where you are. And it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Nothing I can do about it. Will, is there anything else you'd like to add? I just really enjoyed the whole thing overall. I had a ton of fun. I'm glad. So did I. I was just like, I was so excited for you and like for the team. And man, I just, yeah. It got my competitive itch going. I played, I played Halo 5 like during some of the breaks and after before and after the tournament, yeah, like it was just a halo day all around. It was, it was great. It was awesome. It was great. And yeah, I can't, I, I hope there's more. Well, we already, I have a feeling, I don't know about the grassroots cup. Hopefully Martin's able to do something there, but he did put out that mysterious tweet about announcing something for the next schoolyard. So who knows what that's going to be? What are you doing? Maybe I'm ordering something. Oh, order! Oh, wait, nope, no, you're not. Well, I mean, what? Wait, what? Um, 
Will, I'm going to pause you for a sec. Okay. Shall we move on to some regular Halo news? First up, Solo Q Team Arena update. This is by Josh Mankey over on Twitter. Solo is now Solo Duo yeah. in Halo 5. Halo 5 playlist updates. Uh, this is on top of that. Mythic Arena join ranked, joins ranked along with Solo Duo Q, while Griffball, like Will was mentioning, returns to social. Suit up for a wide variety of engagements in Halo 5 with double XP. Next news story, Curtis Schweitzer's Reverie by Sketch over on HaloWaypoint.com. This is an interview with the composer Curtis Schweitzer of Halo Infinite. Check that out along with the new track Reverie from the Halo Infinite soundtrack, which will be in the community creations of the show. More Halo gear is announced. There's a Halo Infinite sphere pin. I got it right here. Yeah, I saw it. It's right there. That's pretty awesome. Look at that. It's pretty neat. How neat is that? Pretty neat. Um... Then, more Halo Mega Constructs announced by Mega Constructs. There's a building box. So it's like a box of them, and it has some creation ideas thrown in so you can build, like, specific things if you want to. Okay. But, yeah, there's that. Kind of a create your own whatever you want. Yeah. Create your own adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And then the final piece of regular Halo news. This This is the big one. All right. Um, Martin says early to mid September details to be determined. Is that for the schoolyard event? Martin? I I would imagine so. Looking forward to it. Yes. Awesome. You heard it here first folks. Early to mid September details to be determined. Grassroots cup part two early winter. Huh. Early winter. Okay, I have to ask. Because winter can be early depending upon the where you are. So I'm going to ask. Are we saying like 2020 early winter? Or are we talking about like 2021 early winter? Can you give us that? <clears throat> Is that little grassroots? Wait, wait. What 2020. If just... Okay. 2020. Okay. I was thinking maybe like... You know, maybe it's an infinite event to hype up infinite. Who knows? But. I mean, that can still be 2020. Yeah, but. It's going to be holiday season is going to be like into winter, right? Yeah. Not early winter. Who knows? Could be. Winter in Minnesota is fucking weird. Like I said, winter is different depending upon where you are in the world. Okay. Sure. For us, for us, like winter doesn't end until fucking April. Is what it feels like? Yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> so therefore, I that that's why I asked 2020 versus 2021, because it could have been January. You know? That's still early for us. True. In terms of winter. True. But all right. You heard it here first again. Grassroots Cup Part Two, early winter 2020. Believe it or not, that's coming up like decently quickly. We're already August. These consoles are releasing like four months less than I I still think November. I think November is when the consoles are releasing both. Yeah, I can agree. And I think it'll be same week, if not same day. Same week, no matter what. I think same week is when the consoles releases. 
I do think so. Mm. Well, I think, well, what? Was the PS4 and Xbox One two weeks apart? I don't even remember. I can't remember. Um, Jordan says, got to be November. You think they might do one week apart, to be honest? I would not be surprised if that's what they did. But let's continue here's, on. Uh, here's what's got to happen, though. What do you got? Um, Xbox says the, the speculation is that they're going to undercut Sony on the price. They can't let Sony come out for two weeks and then come out with a cheaper box because people will be like, oh, bought the PS5 already. They need to come out like before or on point with PS5 to be able to undercut them on a box. I'm trying to remember what came out first, the PlayStation 3 or the Xbox 360. Because the PlayStation 3 came out at what? $500 and $600 respectively? $600. Yep. $600? I remember I got my 80 gig for 600 and the 360 was dramatically under that price. Yes. And I think it came out later. And the 360 won that console war. Yeah, because of the price. And we saw now the PlayStation 4 won this generation, not only because of price, but because the marketing fucking absolute failures yeah. of what Microsoft did for the Xbox One. So, who knows? So, Console wars are fucking stupid, but yes. that's besides the point. Um, when I so I recently went back onto my PlayStation, I'm like, so when I switched when I when I went from my PlayStation to my Xbox One, yeah. When I first started on the Xbox One, I was like, what the fuck is this menu? How do I get to my settings? Like, why why is this all weird? Now do after not be, tell me now after being on the Xbox for so long, going back to the PS5, I was like, where's my shit? Like, I really? Like, I had to. Do you strangely, have your stuff organized in folders or no? Yeah. Okay, because so do I. And I still think, I think the Xbox One UI has come a long way. It has. And I do think it's faster now, which is fantastic. I may fucking hate the DualShock 4 controller. I hate it. You'll probably hate the DualShock 5. Dual I will sense. not. I will not because it's bigger. I truly, bigger. I truly mm. believe that I will like the DualSense controller far more than the DualShock 4 because it looks more... It looks more like, yeah, it, yes. It just looks like it, it contours more to my hands. Rather being like this, you might exactly. be a more out. Exactly. It looks more like this, the, the size and shape of an Xbox One controller while still keeping the fucking sticks the way they are. I can't, whatever. I really like the offset sticks. I'm not saying that because I... Can I, I be... Who cares? Go ahead. On the Xbox controller, yeah. I find myself when I'm trying to push straight up because my hands are offset, I push to one side really more often than, really? than on the Dual Sense. See, with the Dual Shock or Dual Shock, I'm yeah. always afraid of my thumbs touching, like in the middle. Like going, yeah, I'm always, always afraid tips. of that. Yeah, I like I. But used I don't want to use, like, use the tip. I use right here. Oh, like, I on use the, I use like here. So not really the weird. tip, but like just on the inside. Yeah, yeah. But I'm always afraid. My I'm always afraid I'm gonna slip, and my thumbs are gonna touch. And I've had it happen. I've had it happen. It, 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 it's so weird. It's such a small, minuscule thing. But when it happens, it fucking takes me out of the experience immediately. Yeah? Yeah, it's like when our feet touch during the show. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, wait. Back to real life for a yeah, second. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Uh, Jordan says, I genuinely hate the Xbox One menu. DualSense looks a, like a nice blend of them. Still smaller than the giant Xbox Ones, but good shape. Yeah. I just fucking hate the PlayStation 4's controller. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. November is when I think the consoles will come out, though. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Halo Infinite real quick here. Last news story we got. 
Halo Infinite involves backtracking in expansive areas. This is by Clayton uh, Sire of Cog Connected. Okay. So this is the only article that explains this. And to be honest with you, I don't know how reputable Cog Connected is because I have not seen them or heard of them before. Okay. So you could take this as you will, but they have quotes in here. So let's go. Halo Infinite isn't quite open world. During a recent interview, Associate Creative Director for Halo Infinite, Paul Crocker, stated that the game isn't quite an open world, but it will feature expansive areas. Halo fans can also expect to be backtracking a bit through these worlds, perhaps teasing various perspectives of the planets. The worlds of Halo Infinite will appear uh, apparently have plenty of areas to unlock as the plot unfolds and new things to discover off the beaten path. Halo Infinite will be releasing for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Windows PCs later this year, and will be joining the extensive Game Pass lineup. Quote, It takes place in a huge world that is open and expansive, end quote, said Paul Crocker. Quote, We have a storyline that pulls you through it, which is effectively unlocking certain areas. But as you progress through it, we have the ability to backtrack and explore to your heart's content. There's a lot to find out in the world, end quote. It'll be interesting to see what 343... Industries has hidden off the beaten path for Halo fans to discover, but our key interest is how and is in how large these areas in the campaign will be. Talking about optional exploration might be might benefit the player. Head of design Jerry Hook said, "Quote: Master Chief, as he explores the ring, he's going to find more equipment. He, he's always going to find uh, ways to upgrade that equipment. And it's not all about power, but it's about options for the player. We want to ensure that players are able to make the choices to be successful in the way that they want to play the game." End quote. After seeing the campaign demo during the recent Xbox game showcase, it's not surprising to hear that Master Chief is going to have a vast arsenal in the latest installment in the Legendary franchise. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but nowhere in there did it not say that it's not an open world. I didn't hear any yeah, quote that I, didn't say that. I guess the idea is that they're saying that they're, they're expansive areas. Correct. The campaign's going to pull you through and there's stuff off the beaten path, but it's not going to be like like in Destiny, right? It's actually like an open world where you can you can explore the whole yes. area. Yep. And then you can start a mission and then you're pulled missions. into that instance. Right. But I feel like like you have to like it's not an open world because you have to unlock parts of the ring to keep moving forward. You can't right. go to that other part of the ring until you completed this part of the story mission. So maybe it'll be open world by the end of the game. Maybe, yeah, possibly. I don't know. That's a guess, but all right. Well, that's it for the regular news. God, another games watch. PlayStation five. Answering your questions on compatible PS4 peripherals and accessories. I saw this. It's by Isabel uh, Tomatis of PlayStation. Not tomato. I went tomato, tomato, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Which existing PS4 peripherals and accessories will work on PS5? Specialty peripherals, such as officially licensed racing wheels, arcade sticks, and flight sticks, will work with PS5 games and supported PlayStation 4 games. The platinum and gold wireless headsets, as well as third-party headsets that connect via USB port or audio jack, will work on PS5. The headset companion app is not compatible with PS5. The DualShock 4 wireless controller and PlayStation officially licensed third-party gamepad controllers will work with supported PS4 games. 
Both the PlayStation Move motion controllers and the PlayStation VR aim controller will work with supported PSVR games on PS5. Will the DualShock 4 work with PlayStation 5 games? No. We believe that PlayStation 5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of the DualSense wireless controller. And, is the PlayStation camera for PlayStation 4 compatible with PlayStation 5? Yes. PlayStation camera will work with PlayStation 5 for playing supported PSVR games. It will require a PlayStation camera adapter that will be provided at no additional cost to PlayStation VR users. More details on how to get the adapter will be announced at a later date. So there you go. It is official. The reason why I'm even bringing this up in the show is because Microsoft has come out many a time and have stated that, hey, our peripherals for Xbox One, all of them will work on Xbox Series X. Yeah. It seems kind of shitty that your PS4 controller will only work with supported PS4 games. So that means it can connect to the console. It can read it, but it's only going to work on certain games they choose. So... I don't think this is that big of a fucking deal. No. Yes, it's shitty, but I only think it's shitty because Microsoft has come out and said that their peripherals will work. Right. So I was listening to the Easy Allies podcast today, as a matter of fact, and they already talked about this. And one of the points brought up makes a lot of sense. Think about other console generations. There's never been a carryover. There's never been. And... On the one side, this is this is coming from that podcast as well. So I'm kind of I'm I'm mimicking what they've talked about. Go ahead. What do you got? Before you go too far, I don't have a problem if they were just saying no, that only the dual sense works on PlayStation 5. It's the fact that they said, hey, it'll work with the PS4 games that we want it to work with. So you can connect it to the console. The console can use it. But now you're limiting me. If what if I just hate the new controller and I want to use my old controller? True. Like, that's the frustration. Sure. It's not the fact that they're cutting it off. If you're going to cut it off, cut it off completely for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's the fact that it can connect and they're going to gatekeep you. Right. That's the fact that bugs me. I completely understand. Uh, a couple of the points that were brought up during the podcast that I listened to was, um, this works for Sony. Th- this can work in Sony's public eye if those advancements in technology in that controller are shown through the games. If they're utilized and they work and they're cool. Sure. I'm not talking about the fucking light changing on the top of the controller to mimic what's happening in the game. I'm not talking about in Grand Theft Auto 5 where when you're on your phone, it comes through the speaker on the fucking controller. I don't want any of that bullshit. Right. So... But then again, if you look at the advancements, I'm putting this in air quotes for people listening to the audio version, the advancements of the controller, right? How advanced can you get with a standard controller nowadays? I feel like Nintendo's the one making fucking breakthroughs because they always do. But with the with the Xbox One controller you and the, the Elite and whatnot, you had the adaptive triggers with the, like the, the rumble, the yep. yeah and all that and it looks like PlayStation is now getting that along with like a couple other things there are microphones in the controller yeah so you don't have to use a headset that's gonna be horrible very bad right very bad maybe it's breakthrough maybe that's like the holy shit like wow wow 
This is like RTX voice on PC. Yeah. What if, I mean, with the microphone being in the controller, they could technically use games to capture your voice. Sure. To, to like talk in game or something. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Uh, they're releasing the brand new version of Hey You Pikachu. It's called Hey You Jack and Daxter. You play as Daxter. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. I can see the argument of if the advancements in technology of this controller are good enough to warrant them being exclusive to be able to only be able to be played with PS5 games. Okay. But on the other hand, it's like Microsoft did announce that they're doing it. And if the advancements aren't good enough, then who the fuck cares? Like why are you why are you gatekeeping at this point? I mean, come on. And you know they're going to be they you know they're going to continue to make PlayStation 4 controllers new, which means they get more money anyway. I don't know. It's it's such a weird thing because on the one hand, you've never had this happen before where controllers are able to cross gen. Yep. We've never had it. So it's never been like it's never been a quote-unquote problem, you know? Yeah. Now that one company A decides no, everything's coming over, and Company B decides, well, it's coming over somewhat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold hold on now. <laughs> um, Jordan says, voice commands could be amazing. Uh, Jordan, you ever played Connect before? Those worked. <laughs> Imagine a game with an NPC that you could just use quick voice commands to move them forward or backward instead of them just running into death. So an RTS with voice commands, is that what we're talking about? I mean, they could have done this with headsets all along, too. Mm-hmm. Headsets plugged into controllers. Agreed. Oh, like Ranger Melee? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Things could be cool. If implemented properly. But, Correct. But, yeah. Who the fuck knows if they're going to be implemented properly? It's just... We knew and we saw... We saw maybe a handful of PlayStation 4 games that utilize the touch bar on the top, yeah. right? The, I mean, the touchpad. And they were early games in the life cycle. And then it's like they just abandon everything. Like, who cares? Nobody's using it. Who gives a shit? It was a gimmick, right? For me, like, a lot of the touch bar stuff, like, you could easily just move that to an analog stick. Like, open this and swipe on the touch bar. Or you could just swipe on the analog stick. Like, it, it didn't add that extra... It didn't add any immersiveness for me. I know. I agree. And it's it's when I, and I'm not going to lie, when I played GTA 5 on the PlayStation 4, because uh, I got a Black Friday bundle that came with GTA 5. Uh, and the first time I heard the speakerphone come through the speaker mm-hmm. on the controller, immediate thought was, that's kind of quirky. Okay. Second time it happened, I never want this to happen again. Yep. Turned it off. Yep. So... It's just, it, it it goes back to the thing, like, how innovative can these controllers get before it's like you've reached peak? Right. Like, for me, I'm happy that the Elites transfer over. Yeah. Because they're an expensive controller. Right. But they have all of the things that are going to be in the next gen anyway. The yep. paddles, the the profiles. Exactly. It makes sense. Yep. It's got even the new connector. Exactly. The Series 2 does. So. So, Yeah. Um, Jordan says, yeah. And I think, uh, 
that is why if they include that, but also have other features like voice commands that can combine them to do things over all games. Exactly. And that's the thing is that if they're able, like Will said, if they're able to implement these correctly, make them something worthwhile, the justification's there. And the only reason why this is a problem is because of what Microsoft said. Yep. Otherwise, nobody would care. Nobody would say anything. It doesn't matter. Right. Because if you're buying, that's the thing too, is that if you're buying the box, you're getting you're the, getting a controller. Yep. It's. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, but like Jordan, like you said earlier, all companies should be doing this. I I agree. It should be. It. But then again, we come to a point where, what if innovations need to be made on the controller? In which case, a new one does need to come out, and the old ones do need to be left behind. Because otherwise, without... Competition breeds innovation. Yep. Right? That's the whole point. So, I just don't want companies to become stagnant. I like what Microsoft said, and, like, everything's coming over. That's cool. But there comes a point where things get stagnant, and I don't want that. There's only so much you can do with a controller. I get it. Eventually, we'll have smell-o-vision and shit like that. But, like, (laughs) you know, that's always the joke. But... If you keep adding on, uh, you can make it something cool. Microsoft isn't innovating. I agree. But dude, the, I agree. My, my, my whole thing is like, I don't need a PlayStation 5 controller with a touchpad and microphone. And uh, all, and, I and agree with that too. Like, I I've, think it's over. I think the, the touchpad is over the top, not needed. See, Microsoft isn't innovating because I don't think they have to. Not right now, at least. For me, my... Elite controller is everything I could possibly want and more. And I don't even use the paddles. Yeah. And that controller is everything I want. I even turn rumble off. The one thing too. shooters. That Microsoft doesn't have for their console that Sony does is is a VR. It's true. I'm surprised they haven't had anything to match that because... I, if the PS4 VR stuff is carrying over, I know people who have that that are probably not going to touch an Xbox then. Sure. And that's understandable. What I'm wondering is, I also wonder why they haven't said anything about that. Because we know that PlayStation v- PS VR has sold very well. We know that. Mm-hmm. They've come out multiple times and they've said that it's sold very well. It's kind of like the budget VR. It you is. Know, you're not spending $1,000 on handhold controllers. Yep. And the, the, you don't the need a high-end PC to run it. Yep. It just plugs into your console and you're good to go. And considering it's the, it's the, uh, out of the current-gen consoles, it's the one that's the most out there in households, it obviously makes sense that PSVR would sell the most. Yep. As to why Microsoft has not come out with something yet, I can see it as one of two points. Either A, they just don't believe it's there yet, they don't believe like the market is there for it yet. Sure. Or they're waiting until series X and what we're about to talk about series S. So shall um, we move on to that? There was a comment earlier about call of duty from Martin. Oh yeah. About Warzone, the new Warzone season. Yes. Yes. I didn't want to just pass over that. Thank you. So Martin asks thoughts about the new Warzone season, the Warzone tournament. They did thoughts on how an event like that would work for halo infinite from every major update. So I have to say, I did not watch that new Warzone tournament. I did not catch it. I saw that they did one during... Was it 100,000? Was that on the line? Was that I the think prize so. pool? I saw the ones that the pros did Okay. a few weeks ago. The Toronto Ultra one? Yeah. But um, So all I know for Season 5 is that the uh, gun called the Bruin is overpowered at this point. 
They now have zip lines to go up to the top of buildings. Yep, I saw that. Stadiums um, opened up. Stadium opened up, which is I saw the that was really cool. There's a train that now runs through the entire map. Yep, not sure how that quite works yet. Uh, PUBG has a train on one of its maps, which oh. is pretty. Uh, uh, it's 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 decent. I mean, with the train, you can go on it. You can just ride it if you want to. Um, I'm pretty sure it's indestructible, and it plows through fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it goes pretty fast. And you hear it because it'll obviously do the horn, the toot toots. Toot toot. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't play it. I uninstalled. Same. Call of Duty for my PC just to <laughs> free up space. I watch, I watch Tim the Tap Man almost every day just because I find him funny. And him and Nick Burke, him and Nick Burke's banting, bantering is hilarious. Were you there during his, you know, if you dig five feet down, like there's the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Like, the like, Florida shit. What? Yeah, dude's an yeah. idiot. He's a fucking, he knows <laughs> love, it too. Yeah. I love at the end. He's like, don't homeschool your kids. Yeah. Like if you're yep. an intellectual and you can handle it. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. But me, <laughs> me no, no. <laughs> uh, no, the, the, the clips that whips his, one of his editors gets are just hilarious. Uh, also like, you know, he's, he's tried playing with a controller. He did. So doc, we'll talk about doc later too. Um, we're getting late. Doc sent Tim, um, a scuff vantage. Oh yeah. Yeah. For the, yeah. A scuff vantage. Um, and bless your heart, Tim, the tap man, but he opens the box up. He has literally no idea what the fuck he's looking at, basically. And as you as you just said, he took one of the replacement sticks and he and he put it on top of an existing just stick in the controller. And he's like, "Is this how I use this? Like, how do I? Is this uh, guys? Is this how you do it?" And he was being serious. He wasn't joking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and then he thought he broke it because he took the faceplate off the controller. He thought he literally broke the controller. He took the rumble packs out. Yeah, what's this? Yeah, and he didn't know what the fuck they were. And I'm like, I mean, I mean, I get it. You play mouse and keyboard. I understand, man. I get it. But like, really? Really, though? <laughs> Come on. One of your best friends is Nick Merckx, and you're being fucking serious right now? You don't know about the innards of a controller? You used to play on one. Whatever. Oh, my God. Uh, Rage. All right, I'm back. Thanks for hosting really long episodes. <laughs> no problem, man. Welcome <laughs> back, Brian. Um, also, Jordan says, the last thing I will say on the controllers, because I don't want to pull us back into the point, uh, but I think it's important to say that the innovations that Nintendo and Sony make on their controllers is held back by Microsoft because games that are going to be released on all consoles can't fully utilize the improvements of the controllers. Agreed. And that's that's one of the reasons why I say that I think in terms of innovation for controllers, Nintendo has that in spades because of their exclusive titles and they're never going to go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree with you. So Warzone, um, Martin's question was, how does it work with Halo thoughts on how an event like that would work for Halo infinite for every major update? I think it could work out fine. I don't so see I th- why is not. he talking about like the event where like, there was a cutscene. Stadium gets blown open, like or the tournament. Let's just say both. Sure. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I think the trailers look cool, and it brings an added hype, and it gets you excited to play. Yep. I don't even like Fortnite. I think their trailers are really good. I think um, 
Halo Infinite could really benefit from because they're if they're if they're making this a service, could really benefit from an old like you know season like season three comes along, cutscene that progresses the story, and gives you that drive to go play that story content, right. um, and you know just pushes pushes it farther, keeps you coming back. Like right now, the thing like I totally dropped Destiny too. Sure, but knowing that we're gonna actually get real story content coming le- that we've been hoping for, and every Beyond Light trailer has been amazing. Yes, that the darkness powers you can get. That those I'm not I'm, kidding. I'm those curious. trailers look so good. I'm curious though, if you use the darkness, are you evil? That's been one of the major contentions about Destiny. Is that are we ever one of the because you've watched Bife's videos. Right. One of the biggest talking points about destiny's lore is, are you actually a bad person? Yeah. Like, are you actually part of the darkness? And you're not really a guardian per se of the light. That's always been one of the talking points. No one knows what the traveler actually is. No, no one does. All they know is that the darkness follows it. Right. And the stranger like got away from the light or something like that. Yeah. The stranger had what was it? Never touched by light or something. Yeah, it's ba- basically Forgot. not a guardian, but right. The stranger isn't a guardian, but no. yet is. I don't know. Never been powered empowered by the light or something like that. So the, yeah, but obviously has a connection with the traveler somehow. So hopefully we do. I mean, the stranger's back. We know yep. that for yep. a fact. So hopefully we do get some added context, but. See, it's shit like that that gets me really excited. Right. right? So if Halo had something like that every update, it would be great. Right. Uh, another like small thing that I'd like to see that I thought was really funny that they did with Call of Duty is that the guy who plays Captain Price mm-hmm. in the new Call of Duty game, you've, yeah. you've seen this. Yep. All the major content creators and streamers got like a personalized message to them from Price, yep. from the voice actor of Price. Yeah. And I would love to see something because Steve Downs is on Cameo. Yep. So I would love to see 343 do something like that where, hey, Steve Downs, we're, we'll pay you obviously X amount of money. Uh, we have a list of content creators and streamers here. We think it'd be really cool if you did this. We'll send them like a little care package and whatnot. Brings a little bit more hype to it as well. They get more content out of it. They get more views. Brings more views to Halo in general. Um, in terms of a tournament for every major update, I think that could be really cool as well. Get the big guys get the big streamers and whatnot to try to be in there. Yeah. Bring more emphasis to it. I think anything could work out. Um, But if we're talking in terms of a war zone experience, if we're talking in terms of a BR of which nothing has been confirmed yet, obviously things could work out, but we just don't know if a BR is even there. Right. Right. Um, Shall we continue? Yeah. Microsoft's new Xbox series S console Confirmed in leaked controller packaging. This is by Tom Warren of The Verge. Microsoft is rumored to be unveiling its second cheaper next-gen Xbox console this month, and it looks like it will be definitely it will definitely be called Xbox Series S. The Verge has obtained photos of Microsoft's new next-gen Xbox controller in white, complete with packaging that mentions the Xbox Series S. Twitter user Zach S was able to purchase the controller today, and we've confirmed it's genuine. The new controller was sold on a resale site today, and the side of the packaging notes the controller works with both Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S consoles. Microsoft has not officially unveiled an Xbox Series S yet, nor has the company even confirmed a white Xbox Series X controller. 
I looked at the packaging. It it does show that it it's X and then a line, a vertical line, and then S after that. So it's clearly real. Um, we had a feeling that that's what this was going to be for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And rumors are that during this month, there will be a presentation where they show not only that console, but they reveal prices as well, which makes me believe. And it was also rumored that PlayStation also has an event scheduled for August at some point where they held back information from their July, right? Their July. Was it June or July? July. You know, it was June. Because June? Xbox was July. Yes. So their June event, they held stuff back for their August event, which, again, the rumor is they'll reveal price. Yep. And they Sony has come out the gate and stated that you will have a lot of time for pre-ordering, which makes me believe that X, that August appears to be that time. So there's that. The final one of COD and other games watch. Dr. Disrespect has returned. I said we'd talk about this when we had a little bit more information. We yeah. still don't have a lot at all, nope. but he did come back. So, backstory. Dr. Disrespect was permanently banned from Twitch on June 27th due to still unknown reasons. He teased a return to streaming on August 6th bringing in, I think, over 100,000, 200,000 viewers, and he wasn't doing anything. It was literally just a background it was with a music. Loop. It was a loop. Yep. He did, um, it was new, con he did, he brought VSM news. He was doing, like, fake yeah. news updates throughout yeah. it. And a couple of them were really funny, too. Yes. Um, yes. So there's that. Music was good, too. And then if it, it was official. He had a return stream on August 7th on YouTube, which brought in over 510,000 viewers at peak and still no answers as to why he had been banned permanently from Twitch. He says he does not know why. Mm -hmm. And for legal reasons, they can't get into much more. That's what we have. So, you know, there was a theory of tax evasion. Um, I did not know that, 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 that came up and that's why he got banned. And during his, I was, so I watched his first stream. Sure. I tuned in for back. a little bit of it. And he did mention something about, you know, um, you, you, how did it go? He said, you know, I, on my computer, I put a, a long list of people that, you know, just poured out support for me and Mrs. Assassin, his wife. And he's like, and he turned over and he goes, Alex decided to use it to do his taxes. And it like, he, I think he was just playing. He probably it. was playing. He said, yeah. but he said something to about taxes a few times. He wouldn't. That's the thing. I I bet you I bet you a million dollars that he was playing into it playing because into the rumors. he can't say anything because illegal. Right. So that ha he there's no way he would put himself into jeopardy like that. Right. Right. I just like I just I didn't know that was a rumor at one point. So yep. So it's kind of funny. The other rumor is is that he absolutely knows why he was bad. He just can't talk about it. And all he's saying is that he doesn't know. So. There is a line he's drawing here because his words are very specific every time. Twitch has not informed me to the specific reason behind the ban. Twitch may have not informed him, but someone sure probably has informed him of what has happened. Well, I was going to say, because someone, I you know, take, take Slasher for what you want, but I do think that he knows. Because he said, he he usually gets fucking realistic information here. I don't think he, yeah. 
maybe a, one or two times he's been called out, but like it's it's usually he knows when shit's going on, and he's and it sounds as though he got information, but he obviously I, can't talk about it either. I hate that mess that message you put out though, because like I know, but I can't say anything because of the sensitivity. Like, don't put that out there though. Like, you now you're just he's clout chasing at that point. It's shitty. I, mean, I don't, but that's the thing though. I don't think he needs to. I don't think it's clout chasing because he doesn't need clout. He is, he's fine. He's saying he knows to say he knows at that point. Then. So were a lot of other people. But no one knows. No one knows. You can't confirm it at that point. But I'm, I'm t- people can confirm whatever they want to confirm. It's whether or not they're telling the truth. That's the question. Part of me thinks Doc knows. Part of me thinks he knows. Why wouldn't they have Twitch has done this before to other streamers. Sure. They banned them without communication, without reasoning behind why they banned. It's not uncommon. I would love to see it. You know, no, it's probably just a blanket statement in their terms of service that says we have absolute right to it is. take They're, down your channel yep. whenever we feel like it without reason. It's there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, Jordan says it too. All right. Well, he returned. Going strong on YouTube. He is. No another, deal though. No deal. Another 150K watching today. Um, and apparently there's also a rule with Twitch's terms of service where if you're a partnered streamer on Twitch, you cannot play with people that were permanently banned from the platform. Yep. And if you were caught, you get banned yourself. Exactly. Even if you're using a secondary account. So you'll more than likely never, well, hopefully for the sake of other streamers, hopefully not see other partnered Twitch streamers play with him. Which is a little BS. I agree. I think that's like BS as well. They're friends. Now you're limiting friends. Yep. yep I agree. Um, Maybe YouTube will may finally make their streaming service semi-decent. Well, that's the other thing, too, is that Ninja also did a twi- uh, YouTube stream. I almost said Twitch. Well, he did a Twitch stream as well. Right, right. Do you know what Ninja was doing there? He was flexing. This is what numbers I can bring into you. This is why I think that's why he did the two streams. Sure, but in terms of numbers, the doc brought in yeah, far he more. It. He crushed it. Yeah, far more. I think. Well, you got to look at the suspense around the situation, too. Oh, sure. Because everybody just wanted to know why he was banned. A lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw his numbers start to drop after he didn't say why because he doesn't know. I mean, yes and no. Like, so 250K to start out. Went up to 300 something. Dropped back down to 250. But then at peak, we got up to that half mil. Right, exactly. So, like, that was after everything came out. Exactly. I'm just saying that initial drop after... 50k what's 50k people you know a whole stadium oh my god yeah whole, his whole stadium um he was upset that people weren't in his gym yeah yeah he was getting a stretch on yep. <laughs> gotta even it out he's a tall dude he's actually six foot seven he's a tall man yes he's a big boy the two-time two-time back-to-back 1993 1994 gaming <laughs> champion blockbuster gaming champion i loved him back in the day on YouTube. Loved them during the, during the mission of a respawn days way, he, way so back. Something I've noticed. He's been really nice 
to like people he's been meeting, like playing game. Like he played Warzone um, uh, with randoms, or and he was playing uh, Rogue Company today with randoms. And usually he would just like you know shit on everyone he was playing with, even his teammates. Like today he was actually like wanting to squat up with randoms and being completely nice to everyone. It was a weird feeling from the dock, but it was nice to like. It was nice to see him not just be angry. It was, it, I, I feel like he's getting back on top of being like entertain. Like he's getting back to his, maybe he's being sued for hurt feelings. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but Brian says, seen him in person. He's crazy tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he talked today about not being live every day anymore. Like very, um, he's trying to do minimal streams. But just when he does stream, have the content be so top notch. Yeah. So it's all about that production. So, yeah, he's talking about only streaming once or twice a week, maybe three times. I mean, with the numbers he's pulling, he, he's fine with that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and he makes money via other ways too. It's not just, yeah. I mean, streams. he's still, still partnered with Game Fuel. Yep. And uh, the amount of subs that he got alone. Yeah. Like, on YouTube, not not like just YouTube channel subs where it doesn't cost you anything, but no, the four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. he got a lot. He probably made a million dollars already. Sure, wouldn't surprise me at all. With all like the the super chats too. As yeah. soon as he went live, even on that the non actual him being there. Yeah, absolutely. He probably made more money that day than he did the day he actually oh, went yeah. live. Oh yeah, he's rolling, man. No, and and like I said, he's in other ventures too. It's not just the smart ones are not just. The smarter big ones are not just in the stream themselves. Yeah. They have they have brand deals. They're setting things up for events. They're doing so much more. Um, but no, good for him. Uh, those numbers are insane. And yeah, I'm excited to see what, what comes of it. I obviously hope we get answers, but good for him for being back. I think that's cool. Um, his production's insane. I just, the thing that bugs me about the whole situation is the no reasoning. Yeah. What, what company can just sign? Like if I went and signed a, a contract to pay someone to, to work or the, I went to work for someone to pay a contract, like they paid me for a contract that we both signed, both agreed to over a certain amount of time. And they just, Nope, you're done. Like, no, no, no. We have a contract. I know that that clause is in there of the terms of service, but that's real shitty. What company can just fire someone with like, you should look at your work. I know there, there is, there's a lot out there, but it's such a shitty way to do business. I think there might be a law in Minnesota that states that any employer can do that to you. I am fired for, and it doesn't, they don't, it it can either be for any reason or they don't have to provide a reason, but they can just let you go. And that Jordan says there is in Minnesota. There is. Yeah. That's, that is what, like you said, in terms of Twitch as well, in any company, that is what's shitty to me. Is that, oh, you fucking wore black shoes. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, cool. Great. Love, love what we're doing here. Yeah, they don't have to provide a reason. That's yep. the worst, worst fucking part. Um, if you look at any OSHA flyer at your work, it should say, well, there you go. Uh, Rage says, those who claim they uh, know make it out to be this insane, crazy, serious offense, yet the dude is out here streaming again and is making it harder and harder to believe. Yeah, I yeah. agree as well. It's just so odd 
to me. Like, taking the people who say they know out of it. It's so odd to me that it was so long since he streamed again. Legal has to be involved. They are. That's what I'm saying. Something happened. Whether well, big or small. It can be tiny. I yeah. don't care. Something happened. I just want to know what. I just want to know what happened. Did he kill a bug? Someone? <laughs> no. Just step on a ladybug? Like, fuck you. Why'd you, why'd you kill that ladybug? Like, just... I don't care how small it is. I, I'm just that personality that I just wish I knew. That's yeah. it. And then I could just put it behind me and not care anymore. But it's so, it's so fucking stupid. It doesn't affect me at all. Well, I just from, wish I do. From the sounds of it, too, like he said, he doesn't know what... They, they haven't informed him of what has happened. He had does, he did say that he is pursuing Twitch, but sure. that just might be for the termination of contract without reasoning. And he also said that, I believe he said that uh, him and his wife believe that nothing wrong happened. Yeah. And he, he said that. And, I mean, innocent until proven guilty. I want to know but, what but happened. So Innocent until proven guilty, but if we look at online culture, it's... Oh, it's cancel culture immediately. It's cancel culture. Yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible. It's, someone says one thing and you're done, even right. if it's not true. Right, it's fucking terrible. So, I'm holding out some sort of hope that... Because the dude seems like he's all about his production, his stream. He's Agreed. like... he's he. I feel like it's his life a yeah. little bit. Like, that's... I mean, obviously it's his income and whatnot, but... To do that, to go online and be a character every day, like, part of me thinks... It takes a lot. Part of me thinks, like, where does Guy BM begin and the doctors stop? Like, does he ever, like, move out? Like, it's weird to me, like, because you never see him. We've seen Guy, the Guy guy, um, a couple times. Yeah. And so, like... I truly believe it's that as soon as he hits... Stop end. streaming because he's with his family at that point. Yeah, right. So there's that. Um, but wait. Um, anyway, I'm trying to read chat, but uh, yeah, but yeah. Part of me feels like it could have just been an allegation that has no traction behind it, and Twitch was like, "Okay, pull the trigger." Right, and that's in the way they went about it, though, is also very confusing because. They've never refunded subs before. No, that, that was, was big. That makes that was a that, lot too. That yeah, that makes you think like, what the fuck? What yeah? See that? That's why I'm saying it's so fucking odd because it. What? I part I, my brain cannot comprehend that something may not have happened. They unequivocally just ban him. At the end of his stream that day, he has this really weird moment that everyone was calling out at the end of his stream. It seemed odd. Twitch, like you said, what appeared to be the first time, refunded all subs, and then he was radio silent. Now, maybe at that time it was like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? Let's let's not say anything until we try to get the information from them. In one of his interviews, he said that his Twitch functions stopped working. Like his Twitch mod functions stopped working because he was permanently banned because he was permanent banned. I think that started happening during the end of that stream. Oh, I think they were taking away his, his access oh, sure. as he was live. And that's why like, cause 
because um, uh, yeah, as he was live, and that's probably why he didn't want to stop being live. And sure. Kind of, it turned into that weirdness. Right. Um. Also, that video he was watching was fucking weird. The too. roadblock, the yeah. Roblox yeah. ones. Yeah. Very strange. Um. It's like it's so out of context. It's like what the fuck is going on? Well, he's done that before, where someone donates him a, a gaming video and he just watches it. God's fucking but weird. It's so out of his realm. Yeah. That it. Anyway, Jordan says, "Oh, something definitely had to happen." I just want to know what. But my point is with this cancel culture, it could be an allegation that never did happen, and someone's sure. just coming after Doc. So what happens at that point? Let's say there's no. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that he did not do anything. He is. It, the allegations are false. It is proven that it's false. Twitch. Do they reinstate him? No. No, they won't because I would. I don't even think he'd go back. Because, no, no, they. Uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go back to Twitch at this point. But in their clause, they can ban for any reason. Correct. So they don't have to go back, even if it was nothing. Right. And I think I think Amazon's a big enough company where they're not going to say that they're wrong. Right. You know, it's shitty, and we may never get a reason if this is all tied up in legal and never gets resolved. Right. And so Jordan says Twitch has shown that they won't reinstate people. Right. It's not that they. It's not that they, it's not the fact that they've shown that they won't. I'm just wondering if they would. Like, it's not saying that they wouldn't. They more than likely won't, but it's not saying a factual, no, they're never going to reinstate them. I'm just wondering if they, if, I just wonder if they don't up to it. If they were wrong. I want to know if they don't, that's the other thing. If they're wrong, I want to know if they'd own up to it and be like, Fuck it. Here's your account back. I know you won't come back, but here's your account back. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll, if they're wrong or anything, well, we might hear it from doctor's side, his, his agency, his lawyers that once they allow him to, Yep, we won this case. This is what happened in the case. This is, but honestly, because of that clause in their terms of service, I feel like he's going to get nowhere because it's there. It's in writing. Right. That's, that's the problem is that the company is able to do shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, but the other side of it is we don't know what's in doc signed contract. Correct. Which correct. We where, don't know what they both agreed to where there could be something in docs contract that's a, that gives him grounds to sue. Right. The only thing that we know of is that it's a multi-million dollar contract. That's what we know. We don't know any, literally anything else about it. Um, and then Jordan says, I can't imagine they would own up to it. No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe they would either, but. You know, you can only hope that a company would do good once. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, um, why would they put their own bad PR out there? I completely understand why they wouldn't. Personally, and I might be the only person in this fucking camp. And they don't even need, they don't need my respect. They don't want, re- you would respect, I, get what I would respect it. You respect them. Being like, I would hey, we look at them. To this. I would look at I, them in a different light. I agree, and okay. I know it's fucking Amazon, but I would seriously, if they, whatever, what? it doesn't even have to just be Doctor Disrespect or just disrespect in general. It could be anybody or anything. If they owned up to it, and they, as far as they even say apologize, but if they own up to a problem that they had, a mistake that they made. I would look at them in a better light. That's all I'm getting at. Um, 
Rage says, Twitch would need to drop some upper management. No way it happens without a scapegoat. No, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. They're they're owned by fucking Amazon. Yeah. It I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's just My, unfortunate. And the other side of it too, which bugs me, is all the streamers. You could go in the IRL or just chatting channel and scroll towards the bottom and half the people down there are violating terms of service. Oh yeah. Oh thousands. And why like thousands. Not that's not moderated. There's been so many instances where people should have been banned. Big names. I won't put them out there, but we all can yep, we all figure know. it out. That should just be gone, and sure. they continue to be allowed to stream. Yep. And that's the thing. is That's that's another part that's really hard for me here is known offenses caught on stream right here, not yep. banned. And shown to them and shown, multiple times. Yeah. Shared online. No idea. Just fucking deleted. Why? Why? Yeah. Because he showed a fucking Roblox video? Proof here, straight up proof in everyone's face. No idea. It boggles my mind. Yeah. And my thoughts about Dr. Disrespect, my thoughts about Guy Beam aside, um, I hope all of this gets sorted out. And for all intents and purposes, for what he's being alleged of or whatever's going on, I do hope that he's innocent, obviously. I don't want anybody to be... Like, I want bad people put away, right? You want bad people, to, like, gone. That's obvious. But if he didn't do anything wrong, I want it to be known that he didn't do anything wrong. And, like, I just want him to be good. That's it. I want everything to be all right. Yeah. And that's that. That's that. Um, Jordan says, also, if he is banned due to something outside of Twitch, what does that mean for streamers? Fuck final. Because we, we know that he... Okay, so... The whole... Wait a second. Did he do the streaming in the bathroom thing? He was did. Was that him? Oh, okay, that was him. And then there was... Okay, I'm just asking, because I'm not entirely certain. Were there sexual assault allegations? Like, at conventions? I thought I, there were. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Allegation. Okay. okay. I don't know. I, I thought there were, I'm not entirely certain. See, I think there may have been stories. Sure. But nothing that got proved. Sure. Nothing that was like. That's the thing. I'm trying to narrow, like in my mind, I'm trying to think of like, what are the things it's been that it's been talked about, about him. I mean, yeah. If you want to go into rumors too, the rumor was that he got with the CEO's wife and. <laughs> okay. So, so we have, so what we have the streaming in the bathroom. We have the potential uh, sexual, allega- uh, sexual assault allegations. We have the uh, rumor about the tax evasion. It's. um, I don't think there was any assault, assault allegations, just cheating stories, I think. Okay. And we do know. That he did have an affair with his wife mm-hmm. because he, he confirmed that and he owned up to that. And that's there. No, you're not. You're not wrong, Jordan. You're not. It, it, it That was confirmed. He did own up to that. Yeah. No, I'm not seeing any sexual assault. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Previous. I'm glad he was not accused of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like I said, I'm just going to go back to it. I, in terms of the guy himself, Guy Bean, I hope that. Everything is good. 
I hope that whatever these, whatever is fucking going on, because I do believe something happened, what that something is, whether it's true or not, like whether he's guilty or not, I want to know what it is. I want it to get sorted out and I want, it doesn't even affect me, but I want it all to move on. And to, to be honest, I could totally see it being something like tax, maybe not purposeful tax evasion, right? Like sure. this people, when people start making like lottery winners, right? Oh yeah. They win $400 million. They spend 300 million of it. And then they find out they owe the government 200 million. What the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. It could be an instance where, oh, he forgot to submit part of his donation block sure. to his tax guy. And sure. now he owes, you know, 50,000 bucks and you can probably just pull that out of the bank and pay it, you know, right. with right. The, and the, the communication could have happened so fast to Twitch. They just like, oh, he's a tax evading band, not giving him any more money because sure. taking away the subs. Right. Because then you have the IRS, but then, but it, then you go into that whole, Um, like Twitch streamers, like, are they going to have to start doing background checks on all their Twitch streamers? Are they going to have to start, you know what I mean? Like sure. how far does it have, does it go when, cause if you hold one sure. person accountable for it, you gotta, it should be held, everyone held accountable for it. Right. And it is, it, we're getting into a gray area now with business aspects, but it's like yeah. when you hire, because realistically, if you look at Twitch streamers, they're more like contractors. They're not, yes. they're not they're not full-time employees on for you. Right. They're not full-time employees of Amazon. But if you look at tax documents and whatnot, you were, I think you were getting a 1095 from Amazon at the end of the year. So you are a contractor for Amazon via the subsidiary of Twitch. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, Jordan, that, that's what I was going to get at, right? Is that they don't want to be liable for any issues with sub money in terms of giving those subs back that yes, being a contracted employee of Amazon. If there's tax evasion that's going on, Amazon doesn't want to be affiliated with that. Yes. So they're like, nah, fuck it. Cut ties done. Yep. Um, that would make a lot of sense. And then Brian says, there's only so much it can be. That's so bad, but an arrest or warrant hasn't taken place. Right. There, um, research has been done. There was no, uh, California arrest records. Right. Unlike fucking Jake Paul. Yep. Who had a warrant on his house. Uh, Crazy shit there. Did anything come from that? I didn't look much into it. No, I never heard anything afterwards. Okay. I know we're getting in the weeds here, but like, I, I remember that happening and I'm like, did anything fucking happen to that? Fuck Jake Paul agreed. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't like any of the Pauls. <laughs> Their dad's kind of an asshole too. I didn't know nothing about him. He was in a video of theirs. Mm. Yeah. Just tries to like stick up for them for them. And I'm like, they don't, they're adults. They don't need sticking up for it. Are they though? Quit being a little bitch. No, that's what I'm saying is that they are grown adults who make terrible fucking decisions and they don't get reprimanded for them. So they act like children, but they are fucking uh, dumb. Sean Paul. Oh, Sean man. Paul. Rage. Great. Great. Yeah. I can't, I can't not, I can't, Hate Sean Paul. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, shall we move on? Yeah, man. That was that. Went, that turned into a longer segment than it I did. expected. It did. My bad. Uh, so yeah. Hopefully, when we get some information on 
Dr. Disrespect in terms of what the fuck happened. We'll talk about it on the show, obviously, and we'll revisit this topic. But there, there was our topic for this week, Dr. Disrespect. Sure. Uh, Will, it's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. Another game, too. Will, would you play this week? All right. Um, a fun game to play with friends while you're drinking. Fall Guys. It's free on PlayStation 4 for the month of August. It was a ton of fun just messing around in that game. Yeah. Good to sit back and chill with the controller instead of being all up in, in the keyboard and mouse leaning forward, trying hard. Um, uh-oh. What? Oh, Taz, man. Did he message you? A Halo podcast that's actually still going. Eh. At me. Oh. The boys with HCS Pro Talk are on Twitch right now. Check them oh. out. Oh. Thanks, Taz, Thanks, man. Thanks, Taz. I love you, man. You give him a lot of shit, but... I do. I was giving him a lot of love yesterday. Yeah? I was. Anyway. But I also give him a lot of shit. You give him- I gotta. I love him. When did that 1v1 thing ever come up? I forgot like oh, how that started. a long time ago, but we still haven't done it. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever happen at this point. No, I have two 1v1 things I need to do. Sure. Taz and Josh, so it'll happen. All right. Eventually. Um, we did the community play date. Um, played some H5 and MCC. That was on Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Um, I did play H5 throughout the rest of the week. Yes. Yesterday, like I said, I played before and after the tournament. Um, in the morning, I decided to go go back to my old sense, my old sensitivity. Um, so Which is? So I went back to 1.5 horizontal. Hold on. Two vertical or what? Yeah. So low sense. Two, well, 1.5 horizontal, two vertical, and two Excel, okay. which is low. Yeah. I was playing on 1.5, 1.53. I feel like that. What, that's what I might be at. So I moved the Excel down one and uh-huh. my vertical <clears throat> up okay. 0.5. And I was going from, so I was playing with Silos, yep. which we got to Onyx yesterday. Nice. He's now an Onyx arena player. Nice. Um. He wanted that. Playing with Silas and Justin. Yep. So Silas was bringing in the high diamonds into yep. the matchmaking. And Justin and I were bringing in, there was, we were playing against uh, multiple diamonds and some plats. Yep. That's what I would expect. So um, I, by, after I changed my sense, I was going even like most of the games, maybe nice. like nine and 10, but with six or seven assists, I'll, I'll take that. Right. Yeah, that's your being. Yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, shots seem to be connecting more, a lot better than huh. I than than I was the last on my old sense, um, and it felt really good. Like I felt like I was making progress again. Until I got up to plat four, down to plat three, still in that plat three range right now. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know, I, the sensitivity seemed to help me out a lot. That's something I noticed when I was playing on Sunday, is that it would take me a wild turn. It got <laughs> me killed a couple times. Probably more than a couple. Let's be real, but <laughs> but see, I might but need I to went, tweak my settings too. I went down in my look acceleration because that's what I, I felt like it was taking. So, here's the thing too: when I was there, like it was a while ago where I was going hard on Halo Five, and I got up to diamond, like entry level diamond, right? Sure, yeah. Diamond ones in yep. some playlists. I don't remember if it was Slayer or what, but it was when I was playing with Scud and you guys. Yeah, and. 
I, that's when I started feeling like I'm not moving fast enough when I got to, up to playing those diamonds. Yeah. But I think now I've learned a little bit better positioning. Yep. And I don't have to be whipping so much. So maybe the better positioning with the lower sense is helping me more. Sure. I hope that continues as I hopefully can keep ranking up, but you will. We'll see. We'll see. We're playing. Part of me wants to re like, I know like just grind H five again. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Um, Brian says, Jesus, I thought my three, three was low. Uh, And then Jordan (laughs) says, I'm not sure what mine is, but definitely isn't that low. That's the thing too, though. If you, so I was talking, you may have heard in the streams as well. We all play on low sense. Yeah. Like everyone. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. So like the big thing for me is if you're lining up your shot correctly, your first like three to four shots can all just be like, you don't have to move your reticle. You just move with the person. Yep. So one, two, three, That's four, what you're supposed to be doing. And then they boost or move and then you have to snap your shot. Yep. So really the time it can get you is when people are doing those crazy like up boost jumps or whatever. Or just crouching all the fucking. I'm starting to learn to do that too, which always gets me. I can't hit that final shot with it. Nope. It always gets me. Always gets me. Uh, the other thing I'll say is that Sam, mm-hmm. we, we, we interviewed him. We, we talked about this in that episode, but he does play on a default Xbox one controller. Yep. And he plays bumper jumper. Yeah. So just crazy to me. He's that fucking good. Just with pure skill. Unbelievable. <sighs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I played Halo, Halo five, a lot of Halo five this week and you know, a little bit of MCC. Yeah. I was mad at MCC this week. Why? I don't know. Just like mad at. I it. mean, you don't, you you're not that big of a fan of MCC anyway. Because Halo Five is your. It was my introductory yeah. Halo. So right? Halo Five is your Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is slow in comparison. Feels slow. It does. I um, mean, PC is a little bit different, but. I was just because to, of so I, I, I hate to do it, but I was talking to Silos too about. All these. Did you finally break it down and say Halo One's fucking trash? No. Just kidding. Um, while we were playing, I'm like, why? Like, think that's hurt Halo so much. It's just things not working, and it's continuous through all the games, right? You're not wrong, right? Like Halo One shot reg sucks right now. Yep. I don't know what the deal is with Halo Two. I just don't like it. Sure. What is there any issues with Halo Two right now? Does it work fine? Is there any? I feel like it's okay right now. Okay, Halo 2 is fine. What about H2A? Is it it's fine? It's fine. I feel like it's okay. I haven't had any issues. I don't know. Halo 3 just feels slow. The projectile shooting. Eh. See, that's the thing. Halo 3 to me feels mint. I just, nah. with 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 increased FOV, that game feels fucking phenomenal on PC to me. I can't wait for 4, man. I cannot yeah. wait for 4 to be on PC. I mean, Reach has Bloom. Fucking hate. That's yep. wrecked that it's game. terrible. That in armor lock. Even with, yeah, even with no bloom, no sprint settings, like, it's still not great. It's slow. That game feels slow. Even Um, with sprint, that game feels slow. And when you don't have sprint, that game's fucking slow. Halo 4, really not that competitive. Nope. So fun to play. The problem with Halo 3 now is that it's been out for so long. It's just, and and Halo 2. like It's not new. No. And the part of the problem for me is coming into these games so late, I'm going to get against people who've been playing these games for years. Like, it's not fun for me. And I don't have that nostalgia of like, oh, I remember playing back in the day with my buddies. No, that wasn't me. Sorry. I have a, I have a, okay. 
I've been, I've been keeping this to myself. Okay. But it's late and I don't fucking care anymore. Okay. I'm just going to throw it out into the aether and yeah. see if we're interested. Okay. I have an idea for a potential topic for the show. Okay. After competing in this tournament on Sunday, it really made me take a, a step back and think about Halo 5 and advanced movement. Okay. You know what everybody says that I want classic Halo back? Mm-hmm. Part of me kind of gets it now. Really? My question is whether or not we want my next statement to be a topic. Should should it, should Halo remove? Is advanced movement or advanced mechanics hurting Halo? And we could even we can just say in a competitive sense or in a multiplayer sense, is it hurting the franchise? The reason why I say this is because I go back now. I don't want to get into it now, okay? But I'm just going to put these couple points out. Halo 2 had button combos, right? Now, my biggest contention point with button combos in Halo... This is the comparison I'm making. The biggest contention I have with button combos in Halo 2 versus advanced movement mechanics in Halo 5, okay? Button combos, literally anybody can do just by pressing buttons rapidly, okay? As soon as you get that down, whatever. With Halo 5, the thing I keep thinking of is that jump to top gold and plaza that you really have to practice to get. And sure, once you get it, you get it. The jump on Fathom. Oh, the boost jump to top mid? To top mid. All of these, because I would really love to talk to somebody who worked on Halo 5 and ask them point blank, did you ever intend for that to happen? I imagine the answer is no. Yeah. But I would love to hear straight from them. Did you ever intend for this to happen? Did you ever test that? Did the pro team ever test that? And then we have Shyway coming out with all these uh, advanced movement videos, which are great, by the way. But it's like, we're just finding these out now. I don't, I don't know. I kind of get where people are coming from in a, I want a classic halo sense. I'm not fully there. I like sprint and I think sprints fine and everything, but I don't know if it's getting too far into the weeds with all of these different things able to happen at once. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Can I put my perspective out there? Go right ahead. Classic movements, boring as shit to watch. I hate it. Sure. I, I don't like it. I'd rather watch Counter-Strike than, I don't know, Halo with the long time to kill. It's not fun for me. I don't like it. Are you saying that because Halo 5 is your game? The one that that was your main introduction to it? Does that matter? Not necessarily. I'm just asking. Because that's the thing, right? Is that you started with Halo 5. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Well, I, yeah, I enjoyed, I I enjoyed Halo 5 a lot. It was the first Halo, like, multiplayer I got into. Sure. Um, I hated Halo 2 when it first came out. I played a little bit of it on the, uh, was Halo 2 on the 360? 
I mean, or, it was backwards compatible, but uh, whatever I played it on. Maybe it was Halo. Th- Did Halo three have like the, I forget the name of the map. Everyone's going to be mad at me, but no, the, no one's going to be mad at you. The beach, the spinny wheel in the middle. Uh, that's last resort. Last in Halo three. Yeah. Yep. So that's the first map I remember playing. And it was with people who had been playing Halo and I just didn't understand it. I'm like, I hate this. Bye. Sure. See ya. I can I, understand I don't that. understand the game and you guys are shitting on me. I'm going to leave. Right. Um, that's not fun for anybody. Right. Um, that was my first experience with Halo three then I guess. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I bought a 360. I had Halo four, but I played maybe 10 minutes of it, put it away, never touched it. Sure. Um, I don't think it's, I don't enjoy. Here's the thing. I don't enjoy Halo five because it's Halo. I enjoy it for the gameplay itself. Okay. I enjoy the, the movement, the shooting, the, the way the shots feel when they're registering. Um, <laughs> the way you can get around a map, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. It's enjoyable. For me, that old style, it's, it's worn out. It's old games. We played that. We went through it. I didn't watch Halo back then. So it's still new to me. It's still boring as shit to me. Sure. It doesn't matter that, like... I don't, I don't blame you. That's, that's where I'm coming from. And, yeah, so we're going to see Halo Infinite. Where I don't think we're getting thrusters. It d- as we mentioned earlier, I truly believe that mechanics that are in the game they were going to be shown off in that gameplay demo. Yeah. If a, if a mechanic was not shown, it, I don't think it's going to be in the game. So I do not think thrust will be in the game. Right. So we're going to see a more classic. It's going to, it's going to be like the mythic. Just right? about to say that. Yep. What we have it now, feels- there's, there's sprint clamber in, or there's not even clamber in the mythic. Is there? It's only uh correct slight boost and sprint sprint and boost. Yep. And the, the boost is very diminished. Yes. So, we're going to get Clamber, which I don't think is going to be a big deal without... Manta. doesn't fucking matter. I know, it's safe shit. Um, I just think it's funny that they renamed it. Is the mantle even going to be, like, exploited, I guess you could say, or without the boost in the top, like, the stabilizing? and That's the thing. That was one of my big things, too, is that one of my coworkers asked me, I believe, like, are you excited for Infinite or whatever? And, or someone, someone said, are you excited for infinite? And the thing that I mentioned was I am genuinely excited because I'm going to be biased no matter what, but I'm genuinely excited. The thing that I want to know most about, obviously we haven't seen multiplayer, right? I hope that the problem for me in halo fives maps, not only were they just bad and reskins of same maps over and over and over again. But my problem with Halo 5's maps is that they focus too much on what felt like Clamber. Like they tried to make so many ledges able to be clambered upon. Clamber didn't work 100% of the time. And they focus a lot more on verticality, which in some aspects can work. There's no problem with that. But I hope that they reel things in with the infinite maps, and I hope they're obviously more fucking varied than what we got in five. But that's my one concern. My concern is that they're going to try to do too much to uh, to account for all the different mechanics in the maps. And I think because they, it appears as though they stripped back them those mechanics for infinite and getting rid of the ground pound because we didn't see it, so I don't think it's going to be in there. Same thing with thrust, all that. 
I hope that that means that the maps are more not streamlined isn't the word I'm looking for, but just, I don't know. They just feel better. I don't know. And I also hope fucking clamber works all the time. And it could be, um, the funny thing is too, is like we saw the prompt say mantle. Yeah. But it wasn't like he was jumping up to mantle on anything. It could literally be just get over this ledge. Like sure. Little mantle or like there might oh, not no. be, there might not be like a ledge totally grab and pull up. That's what the grapple hooks for. Oh no. It's gears of war. Yeah. You mantle over ledges now. Yeah. Oh my God. We made it. The crossover we all didn't want, but right. it's there. It's there now. We don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. But Brian says, I love thruster. Yeah. I love them too. I, I enjoy them in the current competitive sense without the ground pound Spartan charge. Right. They add that. That's one of the aspects that I do understand. It adds to, it adds to a gunfight. It, it, it adds that little bit of randomness to either go your way or not go your way. And yeah, for sure. Uh, Brian says Halo five without thrusters and all the advanced movement also played really well. There's no reason both versions of Halo can't exist. Um, Jordan says I can understand her moving charge and pound, but I love them personally. They're really, they're fun to get, but the, to me, I'm happy ground pound's gone just for the fact that like, it's not, I don't know. It, it, if left that sour taste in my mouth, like armor locked it in reach. Yeah. That's the type of feeling that I got completely separate mechanic, but it just, it left me with that same feeling. I just don't like you for me. The shoulder charge. Um, oh my God. It's so annoying. It's that, like that the, mechanics fucking broken. The one hit. Um, thank God that's gone or it appears to be gone. Can't confirm, but it appears to be gone because we didn't see it. Yeah. Fuck shoulder charge that. Oh my God. Spartan charge, I mean, shoulder charge and destiny, but yeah, fuck that too. <laughs> You're a Titan main, right? Yes. Yeah. So you like your shoulder charges? I don't I brought use it back. Them. I don't use them. Stop using good it. Good man. Good man. Don't don't stoop to their level. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I fucking hate Spartan charge. Um, but no, thrust is a fine mechanic. Also, but, but, just like sprint, sprint is a fine mechanic. So, so I think to your point, like, is advanced movement hurting Halo? Depends on what you want Halo to be. I just think I, I should have not advanced movement entirely. Just the amount that we have in five. Sure. I need you to stall because I'm at my breaking point for having to use the restroom. Okay, go for it. <laughs> go for it, please. Um, I don't blame you at all. Jordan says, honestly, char charge killed me a lot because if you used it wrong, someone can melee and uh, recover to shoot faster than who used the charge. Absolutely. It wasn't guaranteed to work 100% of the time. It's just... Man. It just sucks because with with Spartan Charge, right, if, you, if you're running up behind somebody... If you get an if you get a standard melee, it's an assassination, right? But you had to work for that. Like you had you had to work for that. You had to be in a good position. Th this is kind of what I'm getting at. You had to be in a good position 
um, you had to outplay. Yeah. You had to outmaneuver and outplay an enemy in order to assassinate them. Whether that be they're running at you and you ninja them or you, you're just playing sneaky and you're able to get around them and get that back whack. Right. With Spartan charge, you can be, you can be a good amount behind them. You're just sprinting. Who gives a shit? And you Spartan charge them. They're dead. Like there's, there's no, unless that person's really paying attention to their radar or whatever, um, you're fucking dead. I just, it, it doesn't add to the complexity of the combat. It just, it just gives a player an easy out. And I don't like that. Spartan charge and I'm just talking about Spartan charge in general yeah, and, yeah. and mainly like assassinating people. Oh yeah. Because like, like I was, I'll just quickly reiterate. So normally when you assassinate an enemy player, you have to be either playing sneaky or you have to outmaneuver them. Yeah. Right. To get that back whack. But with Spartan charge, you could be a good distance behind them and you oh. just hit it. And you're de- They're dead. Yeah. yeah. So yes. that, yeah. Um, Brian says it definitely hurt it during the reach in Halo four days. Going back to classic now, isn't going to magically fix it. No, uh, damage was done. There's a middle ground. Both communities can be content with. And that's what we think infinite is going to be from the sounds of it is that it's going to be that middle ground of where you can't please everyone because nobody's ever going to be 100% pleased, but it looks as though they're getting rid of the ones that people complained about the most right off the bat. Yeah. And again, this is all basing off a campaign gameplay demo that we have not seen multiplayer and we have not seen everything in the game. But it, in my opinion, if they were going to show it, they were going to show it. So. I'm going to relate this back to something that we talked about earlier with controllers. But yeah. If you just want classic Halo, Halo's not innovating. It's going to stay stagnant. Sure. What, why, like everyone hates this advanced movement and I don't know, I, but I said this before too, with like, are the, 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 the old pros and all the people with the nostalgia, like hurting halo because we're not getting new eyes on the scene. It's the same people over and over again. If you go back to what the people have already have, you're not bringing in anyone new. Then Halo's really going to die out. Cause we've seen it. People get older. They stop gaming. They stop following the scene. Pros start dropping off. Cause they're starting to live different lives. They get other jobs that, you know, steady jobs that they're not fighting for tournament money every, every month. Is it, then is it going to fizzle out? Like what happens when Tox Sentinels leaves because they're doing other things. And then the next team snipe down and sit us uh, Pistola leave. Who's left in the scene. You're not bringing in anyone new because no one's playing this old style of gameplay that has been phased out in other games long ago. That's where I'm at with kind of halo. Like, Halo's chasing trends. No, Halo's trying to keep up at this point. They're behind the ball. Everyone else is doing different stuff, bringing in new stuff, changing the game. It's Halo staying stagnant in a, a evolving gaming industry. So Jordan, to your point, says, but trying to not innovate will hurt the franchise. That is exactly correct. My one rebuttal is the game that continually sweeps. You're talking about Counter-Strike? I'm talking about Call of Duty. Oh, Call of Duty. Sure. Their gunplay does not change from game to game. No. That game plays the exact same basically every release that comes out. The innovation does. But those changes every time. But this is what I'm saying is that you don't technically have to innovate for a game to continue to be successful. I know that the outlier example that I'm giving here is an outlier because they sell so much. Then the other argument that I can make is the Counter-Strike. Right. 
Yeah. But is, that's Counter Strike is one PC, um, which I think is a different sure genre. But it has so many players all the time on Steam. It continually hits charts. And Jordan says, I would argue it is different. They update the movement a lot. Call of Duty? Yeah. Yeah. But the gunplay, the moment-to-moment the -moment gunplay in that game is typically okay. the same across well, games. Looking at Halo being a long long release versus a short-term release, though. Sure. Now All the issues that happen in Call of Duty get swept under the rug because a new game's coming out. Sure. And that's, like, they don't stop moving. That's the mm -mm. thing is, like, no. it's Call of Duty after Call of Duty after Call of Duty. If there's something weird or broken, just there's another game coming out. The the Call, the call of Duty League continues. Right. They're working they're, on the game during the production of the other game. Right. Like, it's not, I, that's, yeah, I understand. So, like, it's weird that... Trying to like with with Counter Strike relating it to Halo. Um, that it's a poor example. It's okay, tough. it's tough because that game doesn't change. Like right. they don't release a Counter Strike Go has been Counter Strike Go since the get go. Yeah, you know they've released patches. Don't get me wrong, but they don't dramatically change the fucking way the game plays. It's not like it's not like League when you add a when you add a hero. It changes right. Things. It changes the meta. Right. It's not like that. It's not. It's not like Magic, where a new set comes out and changes the meta of how Magic is played. It's not like that at all. But do you find Counter Strike entertaining? I find Counter Strike entertaining because of the commentators, not the game, not necessarily the game. I think big plays are cool. Yeah. The moment-to-moment -moment gameplay in Counter-Strike, I don't really care about. But the commentators make it enjoyable to me. Yeah. There's something like... I find competition like enjoyable, enjoyable to watch because it's competition, right? Because it's competitive. Because it's just exciting to watch pros play. Yeah. I don't know what it is with Halo and this old slow movement, but that's like the one thing I can't get behind for some reason. Like, I can watch Counter-Strike, I can watch Apex, I can watch whatever, like a tournament. But for some reason, the old Halo games just don't do it for me. The other thing, too, in terms of the old Halo tournaments and whatnot, like, not old as in time-wise, but, like, old as in game that's being played-wise, yeah. is that the commentators like to put emphasis on the old shit. So, like, the old players. Oh, yeah. this person would always do this. Oh, remember this time when we played blah, blah, blah? They're not focusing necessarily on the new people that are playing the game or even the old people that are playing and what they're doing at that time. Yeah. They're just focusing on, man, this used to be so awesome. Remember when we competed and then they do banter back and forth. And some of that banter is funny, but it's like, can we, can we move on? Mm -hmm. And yes, Halo three is a slow video game. Hopefully the only thing I can hope for is that with on PC, Maybe things will look a little bit faster because of FOV, but I mean, the game's the same, but regardless. Um, just want to catch up on chat for a second. Uh, Jordan says, gunplay is mostly the same, but the new Modern Warfare, I feel updated, uh, and it feels much better shooting-wise. 
I don't have much to say, Jordan, other than I'm just going to say that to me, it always feels like it plays the same. Just, uh, yeah. Um, because I feel like Call of Duty has had their formula down pat forever. Right. It's always the... They're not going to change it because if they change it radically, it could mean bad things for them. Well, like it's always been, here's your set of guns. Here's your attachments. Yep. Go do it. Yep. Like you get your, your Simtex frag. It's all been the same. Right. The core has been the same. And right now it feels a little weird because they're bringing back all these old maps too. So it kind of. Right. And but, the th- one of the things when they introduced dolphin diving for the first time that like threw the community for a fucking loop. Oh yeah. Because they're like, they weren't used to diving prone. They weren't used to that. Like that was a groundbreaking mechanic for a call of duty game. That's why I'm saying how similar everything feels in the sense of a Call of Duty game. You, They may go back in time. They may go forward in time, bring some futuristic shit, go back in the past, bring some World War II shit. But the gunplay in those games feels remarkably similar across all the games. Um, Brian says, I've been pretty in favor of 343 Industries debuting multiplayer with a competitive variation that doesn't have any advanced movement just to show the community that classic Halo can still exist. Then follow it up with something with sprint and grapple hook and such. No one knew how well a classic game type played in Halo 5. Show them right off the bat. That's that's tough because when they showed off the gameplay demo for the campaign, right? What people, not you, Brian, what a good amount of people fail to realize is who that was for. That was Microsoft's version of an E3 press conference in a non-E3 year. They are going to cater to investors, and they're going to cater to everybody else, the majority of who are going to buy their game and buy their box. Hence why, and I'm not, this. I'll get to your point. I'll get to my point in terms of your comment, Rage, I promise. That's why they started with campaign, Right? Because of that, they're not going to debut multiplayer because that's not what the majority of the base is looking for. I think he's saying debut, not not de- debuting no. overall game. He's just saying when multiplayer comes so, out. Now I'm going to get to that point. When they debut multiplayer, going back to what I was saying, while I think it'd be cool if they did that, I think it will be... This is what everybody's going to get out of the box. They're not going to show off competitive first because we will see the social playlist first. Exactly. They want to get, I can't believe I'm using this word. They want to get the casual fan base in first. The hardcore people are going to buy the game no matter what. They already know that. They need to market to the people on the fence. Correct. And the only way to do that is to show off the base. This is what we envision Halo Infinite multiplayer to be. Get that out there. That is what they will show first. Paul Shee, what's up, man? I will buy their game. Me too. <laughs> um, But Brian, I think it would be awesome if they did open with something like that. But again... Then all you'd see is, oh my God, they're finally fucking doing it, blah, 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 the vocal minority on that front. 
But then you'd have so many people like Will said that are on the fence that that doesn't look modern. And if they say the first time they say that it doesn't look modern, they're gone. PlayStation five's coming out, right? Like that's, we don't like console wars, but that's what people are thinking. They want to know what their first party lineups are going to be to know what box to buy. If they can't buy both. And for a lot of people, Halo Infinite won't be that title that they want. And that's fine. But uh, Paul, she says, they have to sell to the casuals. The lore, the campaign people love Halo more uh, than us pro Halo people who love and hate it. Agreed. Um, They sold me on the lore with Zeta Halo alone. See, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, they're, it's not to cater to us. Um, I played Final Fantasy VII, Halo MCC, and Halo Five. That's what I played this week. <laughs> Just to round out the segment, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, oh, we I, I haven't moved since news. It's okay, man. It's okay. We're, we're all over the place, and it's almost 11. Uh, Jordan says, yeah, Sony just has the exclusives for me. And then Jordan asks, you played FF7? Yeah, so uh, I've never beaten Final Fantasy VII before. Um, I am at the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I still have not beaten that game, but in, my, in some of my spare time, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII on the Switch. So... Um, I just, oh, where the fuck am I? I just got to um, uh, Don Corneo's palace, I think. See, I just got there. Yeah, I'm playing the OG, yeah. I'm at the end of Remake. I haven't beaten it yet. I still need to. And then I'm just playing Final Fantasy VII in my spare time. Imagine if you had voice commands for, fuck, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> Back to the control. <laughs> Um, all right, all right. Well, it's time for some shout-outs. Shout-out to everyone who joined in the community playdate that uh, we just did matchmaking. I also want to shout-out uh, Silos and Justin for joining me basically on a moment's notice whenever I post an LFG for Halo yeah. 5. They, they're always willing to jump in and play games. So yeah. wanted to give them the shout-out as well. And that uh, shout-out to our Discord. If anybody needs to just want to hop into some games, go in the LFG channel. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. So I'm going to go back because we had, uh, Tasman yesterday, um, Beth with the gift sub to Paul, she, and then rage with the primer as well. Thank you guys very much. Greatly appreciated. Not going to shout out my bits <laughs> and then shout out to Will's 1500 biddies six days ago. Yeah. Thank you so much. Will for the bits. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus, fuck. Jordan says, fuck your bits. Also, uh, shout out to Jordan. Um, he's playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. He's playing through the franchise. Some good shit. We we watched him get that beat fucking Tony Boosting Hawk. Boosting my own numbers, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it was, it was, Josh was streaming uh, the, the community play date, and I was like, you know what? I got some bits. Let's, let's throw, throw them, throw them our way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, you finished up two yesterday. Nice. Yeah. We, we watched as Jordan beat the bricks off Tony Hawk and Bob Barker. Yeah. In other words, fuck Tony Hawk and fuck Bob Barker. Bob Burnquist. Bob Burnquist. Bob Barker. going to play some Plinko. Is that where <laughs> wheel of fortune or not? Wheel of fortune. Um, uh, <laughs> now I'm through, uh, Pat Sajak, uh, who price is right, but the price was wrong. Bitch. 
<laughs> I love it. Bob Barker. Don't you talk shit about wheel? <laughs> I fucking love wheel of fortune. Yeah, it's man. great. Wheel of fortune's dope as shit. When you have the cocky motherfucker who, oh. who like who thinks they fucking got it. Yep. And they don't. <laughs> yep. Like get fucked, bro. You're fucking trash. Um. Yeah. <laughs> this show's all over the place tonight, man. I love it. It's great. I forgot who else I fucking called out. On Proton after dark. Who else did I call out during that tournament? I called two people fucking trash. Mickwin might have been one of them. Jeez. I'm trying to remember. Because I know he's on Why the- Why are we back on this? I know he's on like the pro team, but like- Oh, that's right. <laughs> we talked about- um. Oh my God. We talked about him competing. And I made a joke about how like- there's a reason why he's retired or something. It's I just, I, yeah, I made a really mean point. Whatever. It's fine. And then he said he was, the Tasha said he was going to tell him. Oh. And I said, bring him at me. <laughs> You'd get yourself in trouble. He'd fucking destroy me. It's not even a question. No, it's funny because I was watching his stream and he gets really, really upset when he doesn't get sniped because he's good. Like he's fucking great. He, he used to be a pro player, obviously. And like watching him play Halo 3, which he's very good at, and uh, he would get mad at his teammates if they took snipe from him. Is he the person that team kills for snipe? No. No, he like, just gets really mad. And he'll wait, he'll wait to watch them die. And he's Because I, I remember a clip. I, uh, I think Silos put it in our Discord. He's like, this is why Mickwin gets snipe. And Mick, Mickwin, the game started. It was, it was, uh, it was Narrow's. He's going for snipe. His teammate picks it up. He's like, oh, you motherfucker. Better, you better pop up. You better not die with it. Better not die. Literally dies immediately. He's like, see, that's why I should give me snipe from begin to begin with. And he gets, he, I think he missed two shots. Yeah. Insane. He's insane. He's insane. Um, <sighs> happy bladed birthday to ogre one, ogre two in APG. Apaga. Apaga. Pure goat? Pure, fuck. A pure goat. That's right. Pure gangsta. Well, that's it for the shout It's time for community creations. Halo memes every day. Check them out. Red.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 66 by High Tech Redneck. Hey, that posted today. Yes, it did. Check it out. We have the Halo Infinite official soundtrack song called Reverie. It's really good. We have the Halo Community Spotlight by Snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle also competed yeah. in the Grassroots Cup. She got an over? Yeah. Yeah. Lady Echidna got an over. Saiyan got an over. I think he got a lot. <laughs> Me? Assess. Saiyan got an over with the BR. That's what was nuts. Nighty Night tweeted that out too. We we were confused. <laughs> because the game was over and I think Callus Metri's like, did you pick up a BR that game? Yeah. And I remember seeing it in the kill feed. I'm like, why the fuck uses that gun? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know. Decided to bring it back. <laughs> like, okay. Fuck. Um, and then a new Halo show on my ex. Episode one is out now. It's by Goofy, Hunter JJX, and Clutch, of all people. What? what Wes? Yeah. The, the Wes Clutch Price. You got to jump off with that man? Yeah. So who the fuck is he to talk about competitive Halo, right? <laughs> Can't even jump off with the goddamn ball. I'm just kidding. We also interviewed him. Go check out that episode. 
he'll never live that moment down. It's nope. So sad. And that's that's what's really sad. It's gotta hurt him. I yep. think it hurts him inside. I would be hurt too. Oh my god. Uh Paul she says BR is nice. He did I mean he can't believe he fucking picked it up. It's the first time I've ever seen it in the, I mean first time I've seen it in a long time. You know with the the thing with Sanctuary too is it's kind of it might I, actually work out better. Might work better because of the spacing. Why the fuck didn't I pick up that goddamn gun? The BR? I fucking hate the pistol, man. I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. Hate it. It's a fucking sidearm. Use it as a fucking sidearm. No, Halo just, Infinite, it's a sidearm. Just fucking. Fupa. 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 It's a sidearm. Jordan says, I love the Halo 5 pistol. I mean, people can be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> I'm probably I must be like the only person that does not like the Halo Five pistol. It and you know what? I think to me, I mean, first they massacred our boy, the VR, and then they tried to fix it, made it worse. And it was it was around that transition point that's like, no, why didn't we just all use the pistol? And then the pistol became meta. Pistol stayed meta forever. Which is fine. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. But we do know that the BR is back in infinite. But what will the competitive weapons be? We don't know. VK70. <laughs> yes. Perfect. The Fuck. DMR that full autos. Love it. Let's do that. Let's have that revolver as the main oh. competitive weapon. Yeah. Doof, doof. And then like, full auto shoddy secondary. Doof, 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 doof. Sure. Awesome. Um, the pistol has had a hell of a journey over the years. Yes, it has. It has. It's always changed. Talk about innovation. The Halo pistol. <laughs> Oof. Um, that, that, I think it's... That's something that's really hurt Halo throughout the years. The Halo pistol? Not the pistol. The, like, when you're talking about Changes Call of Duty. Guns. Yeah. Like, you have your main guns that have always been there, and they always work pretty much the same. And they, they always have, like, the same diff, like the same archetypes of a weapon in Call of Duty. You have your AR. You have your SMG. Yeah. You have your LMG. Yeah. You have your shotgun. Uh-huh. Yeah. You always have, you have your rifle class gun. You always have something in there. Then with Halo... They either, ex- they, they, I mean, with Halo 5, they expanded things too far. Yeah, Warzone caused a weird thing to happen. Anyway. Yeah. Off topic. Again. We're, we're, um, we're going on three hours here. Well, we, oh, my God, we are. Jordan asks, what's the plan for community play for tomorrow? I'm in the mood for some SWAT. Let's reach out to Nap Times and Prof. Um, no, uh, my plan is to find so the oh. hey halo team if you're i know you're not listening to this but if you're listening to this can you guys like is there a way i can put a feature request in for the halo waypoint site and if not can you guys just fucking do what i ask so no what wow well thanks for shutting me down no. this will be helpful for everybody involved okay so in halo 5 mm-hmm. on halowaypoint.com you can search for any game mode, any map variant, any clip. You just search for it. 
Uh-huh. It's right there in the content browser. Yeah. MCC on HaloWaypoint.com? Yep. Nope. Okay. You have to find somebody's gamer tag. You have to go to their file share while on Xbox. Uh-huh. Fuck you. And they get the information <laughs> from there. So, for the people not listening... Yeah. At three, four, fuck you, Will. For those not listening at 343 Industries, can you please just fucking make it so there's a content browser, an MCC on HaloWaypoint.com so I can easily find what the fuck I'm looking for? Back to Jordan's question. Yeah. What did you say? Custom games. Yeah. So back to Jordan's question. Uh, my plan tomorrow is to find gamer tags that have file shares on them with custom games and modes for MCC because I think it'd be really cool to go back and play some of the original um, mini games that were like part of Halo 2 and Halo 3. Um, like a lot, uh, some of them have been redone in Halo 5, but like there are some mini games in, in Halo 2 and Halo 3 that are just fucking awesome. So, and for those who may maybe never experienced that can experience them for the first time. And yeah, they're still fun. They're still actually fun to this day. And that's my plan. That's my plan for tomorrow is to find those. And then if we don't, we're only playing SWAT. Only SWAT. Okay. BTB SWAT. BTB SWAT. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll see. That's my plan, though, and we'll see what happens. That's what I got. Well, I'm not going to fucking say anything else. Please plug the show. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. How dare you not actually start that shit properly? You can find us on those podcast services. Wow. And others. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Pocket Cast. New update. Sure. They have new filtering options. Okay. And they allow you to uh, archive in mass and delete in mass. Finally. Join the Discord. A lot of community discussion going on over there. Talking. Xbox Club Spartan Company exists if you want to. We don't know why. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, socials. Media. Yeah. Esportspedia. Page. HGSProTalk.com. Website. Streamlabs.com slash HGSProTalk1 slash merch. Clothing. And a mug. There you go. Oh, clothing and a mug. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's what there. it is. You're right. You're right. You're completely it is right. What's on there. <laughs> Paul, she, he's checked out, man. After two hours, he's done. 139 last episode. His contract is for two hours. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm exhausted. It's 11 p.m. here. Have you eaten yet? Yeah, I got two double cheeseburgers on my way over. Oh, double cheeses, bro? Yeah, stop at that Mickey D's. Oh, shit, that McD's. Mickey D's nuts. Oh, oh, got him. I'm exhausted. I still have to edit this thing. Oh, that won't take long. Get the timestamps done. The timestamps. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Can I get the... What? <laughs> Just do it. Can I get a can I can I get another late night from you? Late night HCS Pro Talk. Episode 139. Thank you guys very much for uh watching the live show, tuning in, listening to the show, whatever, however you're consuming the media. Thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. Um shout out again to GT Halo and everyone involved with that tournament. It was a great time. 
Um, shout out to my co-host for dealing with me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's it's always a blast. Oh, thanks, man. You're a blast. Blast, blast, you're blast, you. You're in your fucking child shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, guys, it's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week where we talk about some more Halo shit. Maybe we'll get some more information on Dr. Disrespect, but who the fuck knows? Probably not. We'll see you next week, but until then, bye-bye. <laughs>